Well, no surprise per se in uh, South Carolina. Donald Trump, of course, winning it handily over Nikki Haley. But you know how some of these New York investors are pulling out of New York City because of the verdict, uh, the summary judgment against Donald Trump? Well, now it looks like the uh, Koch Network is now pulling their support from Nikki Haley. So where do we go from here? Well, I guess we're going to Super Tuesday. But we'll tell you about that right here, right now on the program. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. It is the Monday edition. It's here. It's upon us, folks. We hope that you've uh, had a great weekend. And uh, we are ready and raring to go. We are rested and ready and raring to go here on the program this morning. As I said, Monday edition. And uh, we have it chock full, as always. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you this morning, of course. 949-822-7959. That's the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning. And also, of course, don't forget, you can head over to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message this morning. We've already heard earlier today from Trucker Ron in Denver. Folks, we got another couple of great Great country music requests for Country Music Monday right here on the program. And I love Mondays because they are Country Music Mondays. We've got another couple of great requests, requests, I should say, from Trucker Ron. So we hope that you can stay tuned for those a little bit later on in this hour. And, of course, hour number two. And Frederick, listening in NYC, says it's really bad. It's about 30 degrees there. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, so at any rate, he also says that uh, he appreciates the birthday wishes. And I, I'm very happy to do that, Frederick. I'm glad to hope that you had a great day, uh, this weekend. So, uh, happy birthday directly to you from us to you here at the program. And folks, uh, Donald Trump, of course, uh, handily winning the South Carolina primary. And also, folks, we've got Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is now joining the bandwagon to say that uh, Joe Biden's age is now an asset. Absolutely, positively, uh, you know, they're going this. I, You know, you've heard the expression hook, line and sinker. Well, this is it. You know, this is all in. This is hook, line and sinker time, folks. They realize that they're going to this is this is the strategy. This is the turning the Titanic. This is trying to do this. I don't know that it's going to work. I really don't. Because now if they start going out there and telling you how, well, he's doing everything right. And he's got the age and the wisdom. And this means why we can have. Now they're starting to say things like the CHIPS Act and this and the Inflation Reduction Act and all this stuff. They're saying all that, my friends, because now they're trying to cobble together some kind of record. They're trying to cobble together, and, it's, and and by the way, the record, it stinks, right? We all know that, and that's a 50-cent political science term, right? It just stinks. And, uh, uh, but what they're trying to do, it's not so much about a record as much as it is a distraction. 
that's really much more of what it is. It's much more of a distraction than anything else because they have been taking this pummeling about Biden's age, the gaffes he's been making, the brain freezes, all these things that we've been talking about. And again, you know, we take no joy in seeing what's happening to Joe Biden and the problems that he is he is has on display for everyone to see, not just the voters, but our foes as well. In addition uh, to our allies, people are concerned. We know that they're concerned behind the scenes, but now it's really starting up, folks. It's going to be. Nope. It's Joe Biden. He's doing fine. Uh, there is no uh, worry here, and he's he's the smart one. He's the he's the experienced one. He is the wise one. The wise one who's going to go, you know who's going to keep us going down this wonderful path. And I just uh, I just don't see it. So of course uh, this hour we'll talk about that. We'll talk about of course uh, South Carolina. We've got a couple of great audio clips about that as well. CNN is melting down over there, my friends, <laughs> about the victory in South Carolina by Donald Trump. Uh, we've got again the Koch uh, uh, network, the Koch brothers, basically taking away. Uh, their uh, support for Nikki Haley, that's going to be a major, major blow. Uh, Meanwhile, meanwhile, you've got uh, you've got Chucky Schumer. Chucky Schumer is out there and he is once again explaining to us that if we don't do the Ukraine aid package the way they want to do it, then it's going to be at 1930s all over again. And having Hitler come to power, basically, it's just it's going to be a total disaster. Well, I would say to that, my friends, you know, Americans aren't necessarily uh, adverse to helping Ukraine. We've been helping Ukraine. But I would say two things to Chucky Schumer. I would say, number one, well, then why don't you allow the border issues to really be taken care of? Not this ridiculous nonsense that came in the, quote, bipartisan bill, but... You know, look at H.R. 2, you know, do all these things. In fact, even the president himself or the committee or whatever, they're all saying, well, we've got to issue some executive orders so that we can look like we're doing something on the border. That's all the reason that they're doing that. And we know that it's all just uh, it's just a smoke and mirrors. It's, hey, look, you know, we're getting really tough over here, folks, on the border. You don't need a Donald Trump to come in and fix things because we're actually doing many of the things now that Donald Trump would do when it comes to the border. So we're going to try to head that off at the pass. But again, don't be deceived. Day after Election Day, it'll be back to business as, as usual. So that's one of the first things I would say to Chucky Schumer. What's the other thing I would say? Well, Chucky Schumer. Senator Schumer, why don't we just say here, here's what it takes to win the Ukraine war against Russia, or, you know, to solve this problem. Why is it that we keep seeing this thing go at a subsistence level? Because the longer, in my opinion, folks, the longer it goes to a subsist, you know, with a subsistence level like this, the greater the possibility that there will be a much larger problem in Europe. In other words, send Putin back with one blow, back to Moscow. That would be, I don't know, well, at least something to consider, right? (laughs) More than that. Stay right there, folks. Coming right back.
All right, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back. As we continue racing through and rocketing through this Monday edition of the program, lots and lots to talk about, of course, as always. And uh, don't forget, 949-822-7959. That's 949-822-7959. That's the number to call. As we race through and rocket through this Monday edition of the program, good morning again, everybody. Of course, Kyle Warren with you. Don't forget, you can head over to KyleWarrenShow.com. That's KyleWarrenShow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message this morning. And uh, we hope that you had a great weekend, of course. And uh, where we're going with the weather, we're going to find out a little bit later on in the program, uh, a little bit before the top of the hour, of course. And also, of course, the South Carolina primary. As uh, we were talking about in the uh, first segment, Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom is now saying that Joe Biden has everything that it takes in order to uh, his age rather is a is an asset uh, to all of this. And they're going to start louding this. My friends, this is essentially the new strategy that they are taking. This is it. I really think, you know, I think behind closed doors, they have been having such a problem behind closed doors. They know that uh, Joe Biden is stumbling uh, quite literally and figuratively, unfortunately. He is stumbling, uh, you know, in the polls. He's stumbling in the estimation of the American voter. And all this talk that has been going on, especially in the media among the pundits, has been about, well, replacing Joe Biden on the ticket. To a great degree, I think a lot of voters out there kind of feel that, well, yeah, maybe, maybe this is going to happen. So those poll numbers keep going down because I think they look at Joe Biden and then they say to themselves, yeah, all this is true. And it was reflecting in the polls. In other words, reality was setting in, my friends. That's, I think, what the big takeaway is. But now, of course, it's no longer about the reality of the situation as much now as it is we're going to go back and we're going to set up this messaging factor again. That's exactly what they're doing because they know, my friends, that uh, if they keep doing it loud enough and long enough, it's going to hopefully resonate. And they're trying, again, to also bank on the idea that people are going to have some problem with Donald Trump. Some people do, obviously. But at the same time, though, they realize that everything that Trump is offering in this new election season are all the things that would fix the Joe Biden problems. And I think I do think that reality has set in in a big way behind the scenes at the Democrat Party elite. And uh, that, uh, to me, folks, you know, tells me that uh, that now they've decided they're simply going to go ahead and say Gavin Newsom or I should say Joe Biden via Gavin Newsom at this point uh, that Joe Biden is all in. He's he's good to go. And to question it, you know, kind of seems like, well, you're not really seeing reality. So this is a major gaslighting in and of itself. Let's listen in to Gavin Newsom earlier on Sunday on Meet the Press. Because of his age that he's been so successful. It's because of the wisdom and the character that's developed over years that we have the Chips and Science Act, the Infrastructure Bill, and the PACT Act, and the Safer Communities Act. And because we've seen these bipartisan accomplishments, because of his capacity of understanding, because of his leadership. So the opportunity to express that for four more years 
what a gift it is for the American people. And as a Democrat, what a gift for me to make the case for the leader of our party, Joe Biden. Let's talk. So let's make the case for the leader of our party, Joe Biden. You know, and at the same time, folks, here's what I have to say about that. Here's what I have to say about that. Gavin Newsom, of course, is also playing, you know, to him, he's playing the long game, right? He's playing the long game of, I'm just going to do my job here. I don't mean governor of California. I mean, as someone who's carrying the water for Joe Biden, he's just going to, he's just going to do that. And he's going to be a good boy. And he's going to say the things that are told, that he's told to say about this. And he's just going to bide his time. In one of the reports I saw, uh, talking about Gavin Newsom, they said, well, you know, he expressed that he has no interest in being president in 2024. And that's also a qualified kind of a thing, too, isn't it? It's not that he has no interest in being president because he's sitting back to bide his time. Now, he's biding his time for one of two things. Either Joe Biden goes and gets elected again and somehow Gavin Newsom will be fully supported in 2028 or Gavin Newsom is biding his time because they are continuing. I think they're evaluating it each day. I really do. I think that they're looking at this thing each and every day and saying to themselves, well, you know, which way are we going you know, depending on how terrible the calamities are, how terrible the catastrophes are. And Joe Biden, when he goes out to read the teleprompter or answer questions or hold a um, rare news conference or something like that. And Gavin Newsom may say to himself, you know, I'm going to get in um, this this year, you know. So he's he's just playing his part. And I don't and I really think that, you know, voters, you know, really shouldn't respect that too much. Because the one thing that voters are going to want right now, they're going to want truth. They're going to want people who are going to say what, you know, is obvious, but that where even sometimes, you know, the majority of of the pundits and all that are going a different direction. Voters really do want someone who's going to tell it like it is. Now, Nikki Haley will get into this in a different mode, but Nikki Haley believes that that's what she's doing about calling out Trump. But as you can see, it's not really being effective on any scale that would make a huge difference in where these primaries are going. I think that's important to point out. But Gavin Newsom, you know, when I, I just think it means that voters will say to themselves, he's playing the game. He, he's just playing the game. But it goes on. I mean, you know, when you guy, when you have a guy like Gavin Newsom, saying that, you know, he's all in for four more years, that, uh, you know, watching the Biden presidency, you know, basically has been a master class. Uh, in the last three years, there's been a master class, he says. That, my friends, doesn't really, um, that doesn't really uh, go with the American voter. I think the American voter says to themselves, you know, no, no, it's not. Well, it's, well, it's a master class in going from the state of affairs, where you had the Middle East that was actually doing much better, that was where Iran was was uh, becoming contained. I'm not saying it was contained per se. I'm saying that it was becoming contained. There was a consensus, more or less, that there that that should be happening. That Iran should not be able to spread its hegemony. That it was not able to be as influential as it wants to be. 
We knew that things were moving in the right direction. We knew that, uh, again, inflation, uh, gas prices, any of these things that you want to measure, that you want to look at, everything else was moving in the right direction, especially coming out of COVID. And then you have Joe Biden come in because they're the adults in the room. You have Joe Biden come in and he basically takes this whole thing and wrecks it within three years unprecedented levels of taking down systematically what Trump, the Trump administration was able to put into place. And then we have this, we have inflation, which by the way, you know, continues uh, to be a major, major concern. We'll talk about this when we go into some of the economic sections of the program this morning, we have that happening. We have the interest rates Uh, which are still sky high. They're not coming down anytime soon. In addition, because of inflation, I should say. Also, you had um, the things happening around the world. We are now on literally on the verge of World War III at any given moment's notice, it would seem. But yet everything is supposed to be better. This is the master class. Folks, this isn't a master class by any stretch of the imagination. But it is the wordsmithing. It is the gaslighting that's happening. But you know what, folks? We're too smart for that, and so are you. Stay right there. We are coming right back. Monday edition. All right, welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. And we are racing through already this Monday edition of the program. And we have a lot more to tell you about as uh, we go across your AM radio dial and in some cases your FM radio dial as well. And that's thanks to GCN, of course. GCN distributes our program out to our great AM and FM radio affiliates out there, and uh, they work very hard for the program, and we appreciate it so very much. I'll tell you that much. And uh, so we're starting off another great week of broadcasting here, of course. Hour number one is already flying by, and uh, we've got a lot more to tell you about. I do want to give a shout-out, of course, uh, to Frederick, listening in NYC. Uh, He says, morning, Kyle, all tuned in from the Big Apple NYC, where it's 30 degrees and about to turn early spring this week uh, into the 60s. Wow. Well, that's, you know, almost a heat wave for this time of year, I think. Uh, People will probably have their short sleeves on at that point, I think, Frederick. And he says, thank you for the kind birthday wishes on uh, Facebook. Well, my pleasure, Frederick. I really appreciate you so very much and glad to wish you a happy birthday. I hope that you had a great day and uh, February birthday. That sounds sounds pretty cool. Yeah, my, my daughter has a February birthday as well. So, uh, yeah, it's a great, great month to have a birthday, no doubt about that. And uh, so thanks again for the message. I sure appreciate it. And uh, William in Denver, uh, thanks for your message here. <laughs> It's uh, very, it's very cute. Uh, it's very cute. I'm not sure I can read it on the radio, but uh, <laughs> but thank 
you so much. I do appreciate it. And, uh, folks, once again, if you want to head over to KyleWarrenShow.com, that's my home website, you can as well send us a direct message. Simply click on Send Kyle a Direct Message, and uh, you're off and running from there. And also, of course, the telephone number, if you'd like to opine on the program this morning, 949-822-7959. That's 949-822-7959. And, uh, by the way, in fact... Why don't we just head over to the telephone lines right now? Because we've got Mike in Clearwater. He is, of course, the honorary honorary mayor of Clearwater, as he's known in the locales of Clearwater. Good morning, Mike. Uh, hi, Kyle. You know, Professor, I saw something on the Daily Wire. I didn't get to really read the article. I just kind of skimmed it. And it says that the Democrats are possibly considering not certifying a Trump win. Now, back in 2020, you know, the the whole thing was, well, you know, is Mike Pence going to do the right thing, which he did? I think that even if Trump were to win, we, we might have a crisis because if these people don't certify, you know, on January the 6th or whenever they do the, the next go-round, if they refuse to do it, you know, are we going to face a, a potential crisis, and and how is power going to be transferred when half the country is going to be burning and everybody's going to be out in the streets causing mayhem? And I don't know, Kyle. What do you think? Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, Mike. I appreciate the call very, very much. Well, you know, um, I'm telling you, it sounds like, and I did see that as well. And thank you, Mike. Uh, yeah, I, I have similar concerns because obviously now uh, that would seem to be a direct attack. All together now, everybody, you know exactly what I'm going to say next year. It's, all together, it would be an attack on our democracy. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not laughing because uh, it's uh, silly. I'm laughing because it's very serious, in, 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 as a matter of fact. Because, again, see, it, everything's fine to go against Trump. If, if you're going to impose cruel and unusual punishment, for example, that's fine. It's Donald Trump. If you're going to throw somebody's rights out the window, that's fine. It's Donald Trump. Or you could be Brett Kavanaugh at the same time. You know, either way. Uh, but uh, it's fine to have the two-tiered justice system. It's fine to have the two-track thing of, well, you see, in other words, it wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't be an attack on our democracy they would frame it as they are protecting our democracy. It would be the final, final showdown between Donald Trump and our democracy. That's it. And, uh, you know, and yeah, we're being a little animated about that here, but that's fine. Because that's how, in many ways, that, that we're able to point up the absurdity of things. And I appreciate Mike's call so much because, because that does sound nothing if not absurd, right? But it's okay because they would be able to fashion that. They would be able to uh, to execute that. They would be able to do that. And it would be this notion of protecting our democracy from Donald Trump. And Mike said something else, too, I thought that was really, really relevant. And that is the idea that, well, the country would be out there sort of tearing itself apart. That is of great concern. You know, here we are. It's almost the end of February almost leap year, right? And things are relatively calm and quiet, comparatively speaking. Everything is okay right now. But as we get closer to November, and certainly after November, 
uh, after the election in November, we could have a, a real problem in this country depending on who wins the election, or actually, in many ways, no matter who wins the election is really what I want to say. And because I think you're going to find the left is going to try to justify, you know, whatever at that point. And again, all under the guise of, you know, we need to protect our democracy and fight against Donald Trump, who's trying to take it away. There'll never be elections again. There's going to be massive roundups. There's going to be this and that, and, and on and on it will go. And none of that is, is really, really true. But at the same time, they've really got nothing else. they got nothing else other than Joe Biden is wise, his age is an asset, and it's all good because, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're standing against uh, the, the terrible Trump anti-democracy movement or something like that. But, you know, and I hope that I'm wrong to, to such a great degree. I really do. I, I don't want to see I don't want to see the country tearing itself apart. I don't want to see there be riots or unrest or fires or cities being set on. We've seen that happen. Yes, we have. And uh, there's no there's there, there's no good that can come out of that, right? But uh, so here here's what we got to do between then and now. And this is what I think the Democrats absolutely do not want to see happen. And this is why they're working so hard against Donald Trump. This is why you have the $355 million summary judgment, which I do think you can make a good case for, cruel and unusual. Anybody else ever get this? Anybody else prosecuted for this? Anybody else, um, you know, uh, singled out like this? Where there seems to be a great consensus among business people, Not it's not politics, but a great consensus among uh, the business people we're hearing from that this is the standard issue mode of operation, how you dance back and forth with a bank about how much your property is worth. Right? I saw I, I saw um, I saw a meme earlier. I think it was the Babylon Bee. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there was this couple, you know, in their little uh, you know little story, in their little um, um, you know made up story thing. And that was the couple. Couple sued for fraud because they offered their house at four nine four hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. It ultimately sold for a four hundred and eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> and so that's, that's fraud. They overinflated the value of their home. They knowingly did this, and they put it out there for four ninety nine. You know, it's ridiculously stupid, isn't it? And. We see this happening now with Donald Trump, which means it could happen to anybody. It could happen to you. It could happen to me. We, we may not be big real estate investors in New York City, but as the big real estate investors in New York City decide that they don't want any part of this, well, that's going to affect the economy. It's going to affect real estate values. It's going to affect so many different aspects of the city and wherever they're going to try to impose this kind of thing because it's just the 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 message has become it's just open season all this talk that we hear about bipartisanship the bipartisan bill for the border and this kind of thing you know common sense gun control solutions and you know all this kind of stuff that you hear from the left that says hey we're just trying to work together and do this common sense stuff and it's all you know bipartisan and yada 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 I just don't I don't think we buy that anymore because it really has simply become this notion of it's it's time to fully destroy our political enemies. There's really no discussion 
and there's only one side. And that, my friends, it is the way that you start to tear a country apart. And it's very, very sad indeed. But yes, not trying to certify the election or threatening that they wouldn't certify the election. Yeah, that's that's not a good thing. You know, because again, again, if it's if the shoe's on the other foot and anybody even suggests it, and Mike was right, you know, but Mike Pence didn't have the power to go and do this kind of stuff on January the 6th. And um, but yet it's it's going to be fine if it's about barring Donald Trump, bar him from the ballot. OK, well, he won the election. OK, well, we won't certify that either. So we'll just we'll just have a showdown again. Our foes look in on us and they say these people are discombobulated. Let's act. All right, folks, stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain. So one day, the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day, Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. G'day. I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. Hey folks, Tom D for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, ghosts, zombies, UFOs, crop circles, and more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people who seek a little more than the other dating services offer. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and you want to connect with others, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. So many people want to share their experiences with the paranormal, the afterlife, the unusual. And this is the place to meet and share common interests with those of like minds. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. That's ParanormalDate.com. Use the code word GEORGE and start meeting others. Get going now and connect with someone you like. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right. We cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 
February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. continues everybody and it just feels like about a day or so ago that we were doing the weekend edition (laughs) i'm really true it's really true you know time does fly and it flies in between uh the uh, weekend edition of the program and the monday edition of the program you turn around and it's time uh to go right back on the air and it's a great thing folks and i really wanted to say this uh, I really want to say this, I should say, uh, because I really do feel this way. This is the best job in the world. I do have you to thank for that. And I appreciate all of the direct messages. I appreciate the great telephone calls. And uh, I appreciate all the great support uh, that you're uh, that you're showing me. It really does mean the world to me. So I just want to make sure that I let you know about that. On a, on a regular basis. And, you know, of course, it's time now, this part of the program, we've got a great country song because it is Country Music Monday here on the program, folks. And uh, we got a great request this morning from uh, Trucker Ron, a driver Ron in Denver. And um, he writes in and uh, he has uh, he had two requests today. And, we're, and I'm pleased to say we're going to play them both. We've got two great country songs. So next hour, you've got to stay tuned, of course, to hear the, the other one. But he writes in and he says his uh, first request is a 2017 song. It's by a singer named Thomas Rhett, and it's called 16. And he puts this so well, I just want to tell you what he, what he told me. He says, country songs so often tell stories about women, trucks, drinking, beer, and etc. Well, this song tells a great story of probably what a lot of young men's journeys are through their teenage years and into adulthood says, my son turned me on to this song about six months ago, saying I needed to listen to how perfectly it fit into his life. He says, and boy, it sure does. He turns 27 in two weeks, so it's kind of fitting that he uh, would request this song, he says. Well, Driver Ron, I appreciate that so much. And um, happy birthday, happy early birthday to your son, of course. And uh, so we're happy to send this one out this morning. By request from Thomas Rhett, it's called 16. And um, it's it's a very touching song. So let's let's uh, let's uh, without further ado, let's check it out. Here we go, folks. Mm-hmm. Take a left here, boy. 
take it slow Don't get distracted by that radio I just rolled my eyes and I said Daddy, I know I'm 15, I ain't green like some old 10-year-old What I wouldn't give to be 16 wild and free Cruising up and down Maine in my F-150 song by the way and uh i I really i really do like it i I don't think i've heard that one before and um but it is really really a very very cool song uh indeed i can imagine especially as a dad um hearing uh this kind of these kinds of things expressed just that way and and that's exactly i think what uh what the sons might say to their parents especially to their father and uh, i know i'm probably said some very very similar things back in back in the day so uh, driver ron much appreciate uh, your uh, request this morning i think it really gives everybody a great start here on country music monday here on the program so once again thank you so much all right folks we do need to take a look at the weather here real quick of course as uh, we often do here in this particular segment of the program hour number one and hour number two of course uh so let's uh, let's do that here before we uh, climb up to the top of the hour and you'll hear your top of the hour news and then we'll be off and running into hour number two here in just a little bit uh so you got a significant winter storm to bring heavy mountain snow gusty winds and dangerous travel conditions to much of the west uh already anomalously warm temperatures for the plains and midwest will get even warmer on monday and tuesday with widespread record time uh breaking highs possible so in other words they'll tie the records and they'll break the records 
in certain places. Uh, increasing shower and thunderstorm chances for Midwest Great Lakes on Tuesday with the threat for locally heavy rainfall and severe weather. Well, let's take a look right now and see where our partic- uh, partic- I was going to say participation. How about precipitation? And, you know, let's see where, well, let's participate in the precipitation here. Uh, we've got, of course, up in the Pacific Northwest right now, especially for our listeners. Uh, if you happen to be situated on the central coast of Oregon, if, if that is your vantage point, Richard the Marine, perhaps, uh, looks like you got a lot of rain uh, that's coming uh, right now over the central part of the coast of Oregon. It's going to spread over towards Interstate 5 through Eugene, up towards Portland as well, and also east, uh, heading out east of Portland, uh, over into the Walla Walla area, down towards Baker City, uh, up just south of Spokane, but in mostly into central Idaho. you got all kinds of rain. Uh, you got rain that's going to be north of Coeur d'Alene right now, but I'll bet you it's approaching that area. We're going to check that next hour as well. But if you're coming down I-90 uh, out of Idaho and you're heading for Missoula, our friends in Missoula and certainly our friends down south of there, Stevensville, Hamilton, uh, you've got all kinds of rain uh, and rain mixed with snow there, snow that's northeast of Missoula right now. Our friends in Helena, uh, you have some rain all around there. Also our friends in Butte, Montana uh, this hour. So be careful there. Uh, we do have snow that's coming down from Canada all through the north, but pretty much the uh, east part. Yes, the eastern half or so uh, of, Nico- of North Dakota, mostly the northeast half uh, there this morning. So uh, be aware of that. And then we've got some scattered showers. This is going to be down near Charlotte, North Carolina, over towards Boone, uh, Tennessee, and right now just east of Knoxville, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Looks like just uh, uh, scattered around there and over towards Lexington. Right Right now, you got some showers. It uh, looks like that going on right there. Uh, off the California coast, uh, we do have some stuff out there in the Pacific, a lot of rain. Uh, that may be making its way into Southern California, but just really as a light rain. But next week, there may be another storm coming through, which could be another issue, of course, um, for California because of the uh, mudslides and things like that. But uh, right now, this is what we're seeing right there on the radar map. So be careful out there, everybody. We want you to get there in one piece, obviously. And now we're going to start climbing up uh, to the top of the hour here in just a, a few moments. Now, when we come back from the top of the hour news, we'll talk more about what happened in South Carolina. We'll hear from Donald Trump uh, after uh, it was, he was declared, obviously, the, uh, the victor. And uh, as Trump might say, it was by a lot. It was de- definitely by a lot. We'll tell you all about that. And also, Nikki Haley is now losing some major support financially from the Coke network. So we'll, uh, we'll discuss that as well. And then also on the program, as we go through hour number two, uh, we'll talk more about some of the other uh, breaking news, especially when it comes uh, to what's happening in um, in uh, the Senate uh, and Congress generally regarding aid for Ukraine. we got Chucky Schumer out there, and he is hopping mad about uh, the fact that uh, we're not, uh, uh, don't have all that settled just yet. But I do have some questions for Senator Schumer, and I will tell you what they are on the other side of the break. Top of the Hour News is next, everybody. Monday edition rolls on, and I think we're off to a great start. As always, thanks for being there.
949-822-7959. That's the number. We will see you on the other side of the news. Stay right there. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR. Capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. They know that big AT&T outage that happened at the uh, end of last week. Well, it looks like everybody's going to get a $5 credit. <laughs> uh, there are some angry customers, uh, we understand, folks. Um, I, I can't imagine why, but certainly, again, it just goes to show how much, you know, if you get offline for just a few minutes, you know, it seems like uh, you get truly disconnected from everything it's a lot and a lot happens in those in that little space of time it would seem all right folks welcome uh, back to the program of course this morning hour number two kyle warren with you glad to be with you this morning as uh, we start another great week of broadcasting here on this monday edition of the show and uh, don't forget you can uh, call us up this morning 949-822-7959 that number again 949-822-7959. Operators are standing by. You can also head over to kylewarrenshow.com. That's my home website. And uh, you can uh, send us a direct message as well. And we love to hear from you uh, from there as well. And uh, by the way, folks, uh, once again, we hope that you had a great weekend this weekend. Uh, we hope that uh, whatever you were doing, you got a chance to, uh, to relax a little bit, maybe have a little bit of fun. And, uh, of course, uh, watching the South Carolina primary was uh, uh, was fun. I, I guess we could <laughs> you could say it was fun, uh, but it was not fun for Nikki Haley. This from CNBC: uh, the Americans for for Prosperity Action, the network backed by billionaire Charles Koch, 
uh, is pausing its financial support of GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley's campaign a day after she lost to former President Donald Trump in her home state primary in South Carolina. AFP Action said it still endorses Haley for president, but now its support will only come in the form of words, not cash. And, of course, as we know, uh, the South Carolina primary uh, took place. Donald Trump garnering some 59.8% of the votes. Uh, from what we understand, Nikki Haley, 395 um, and uh, negligible results, of course, for those who are no longer uh, in this race, like Ron DeSantis or Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, but Nikki Haley also trying to uh, try to put the best spin on this. I, you know, I don't know that we could blame her for trying to do that. This is this is a make or break issue for her. She's staying in the race until at least Super Tuesday, it would seem now. But this is a large blow. Uh, to her campaign for this kind of financial support uh, to be pulled. Uh, she did talk about, you know, the 40% that she got, approximately 40%, that, uh, you know, demonstrates that you have a different group of people who uh, are not for Donald Trump. But really the main takeaway from the South Carolina primary, of course, is that Donald Trump is now on an inexorable march to the, or unstoppable march as well, uh, to the GOP nomination. Barring some other occurrence, okay, barring some other occurrence, he will, he is uh, the, the far beyond now the presumed uh, nominee for the, uh, for the, uh, for the nomination or for the GOP nomination. Now, Nikki Haley is trying to make this argument that, well, all the states haven't voted yet. And this is all so premature and so forth. But it does seem like there is a juggernaut going on here. Now, again, Super Tuesday could come around and maybe it's a whole different story. But from what we can tell and from what our experience tells us and and, uh, from how we're trying to interpret events now in light of Donald Trump and his uh, popularity, among among the especially the base of the GOP, it seems pretty insurmountable at at this point. Now, of course, he's won the uh, he's four for four basically in these primary contests. So it's it, it you know if this were happening in the you know for lack of a, lack of a better expression and under normal circumstances that also would be quite significant because sometimes you know you can win the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, you could outright win them, right? But then go on to New Hampshire and just be, uh, you know, uh, pummeled mercilessly uh, and and come in dead last or this kind of thing. That's the way sometimes these primaries function. But I'm here to say that I think that what we're witnessing is a very, very different set of circumstances. That's why they're not normal circumstances. This is why, you know, uh, if, if, we, if we try to really apply a lot of these standard issue interpretations to this, we'll, we'll just get nowhere. Because in so many ways, Donald Trump is, for lack of a better expression, running as an, as an incumbent. Uh, he's almost running as if he were the sitting president. Because, uh, you know, typically, if you're the president of the United States, that's what happens in primaries. You don't get primaried, right, unless there's some god-awful thing happening. Like, for example, Ted Kennedy came out and primaried Jimmy Carter. That was a big expression. You know, you know. obviously he didn't, 
unseat Carter from the nomination or really, I think, have a major chance in doing that. But it did show that there was a lot of disunity there. So Nikki Haley doesn't really fit that bill per se, so I don't think that's a one-to-one correspondence here. But, uh, but you know, and the a little bit of, you know, there's a couple of people who wanted to run against uh, Joe Biden, but that was going to go nowhere. We all knew it was going to go nowhere. Uh, you're the incumbent president. You're the nominee, again, barring some extraordinary set of circumstances. So this, I think, Trump is in that position relative to the GOP party, okay? So he's in that position relative to that. And so more or less, he is the incumbent to them, right? So why would they nominate somebody else? Because this whole thing, and not just about grudge match 2024, but this whole thing of the idea that Trump was wronged in this, the fact that they're going after him, the fact that he has now become the sole focus of all evil in the universe, that he is trying to take away our democracy, et cetera, et cetera. All these attacks and all of this stuff is just demonstrating to the voters. And I even think to Republic, I should say, uh, registered Democrats across the highways and byways, that there is something going on here. And so I don't know that Trump would be beatable in that sense for the nomination at this point. So we'll see. Nikki Haley's going to hang in there. We'll tell you more about this and much, much more on the other side of the break. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. Monday edition continues. Stay right there. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation 
commission on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800 524 3810. 800 524 3810. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, Peter Vercaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Monday edition of the program. And, of course, there's so much more to tell you about as uh, we continue. Another great week of broadcasting. I love saying that because that's exactly how it feels. And I'll tell you, by the time we get to Friday and by the time, by the time we get to the weekend edition, uh, it's overwhelming to me how much stuff we've actually covered throughout the week, all the different things that happen, and some of the curveballs uh, that we get uh, here uh, throughout the week uh, in terms of what's happening out there, uh, politics and otherwise as well. Uh, but first off, before we get started here in this segment, I want to give a shout-out this morning uh, to a listener named Lucy. And uh, Lucy uh, contacted us here uh, just a little while ago, and she had been uh, she had been in the hospital, and she had been there for about a month. And she wrote us some very very kind messages, uh, talking about how you know she was listening to the program in the hospital, and uh, even the nurses and the staff were were uh, were listening in and so forth. And uh, we were very happy to hear from you, Lucy. And uh, I'm really happy to hear from you again this morning because she's given us a little bit of an update. And uh, she writes in and says, uh, and by the way, she had requested Stevie Nicks songs, and we had a great time playing uh, some Stevie Nicks songs. I think we played Stand Back, and I think also, I think If Anyone Falls, if 
I recall correctly. Uh, but yeah, we had some great Stevie Nicks songs, and uh, she said everybody was singing along there in the hospital. And uh, she writes in and she says, Stevie Nicks, Lucy here, home from the hospital and healing. That's really good to know because, as a matter of fact, this crossed my mind the other day. I was thinking, yeah, we'd heard from Lucy, and I was hoping everything was uh, was uh, was going well. Uh, she said she was allowed to leave four days early from the hospital. She says, I think with the help of your happy program. Well, that's our pleasure. I mean, if we had any small part in that, uh, you know, th- that would that just uh, that just warms my heart. I appreciate it. Uh, she says, it turns out that two of my neighbors are listeners, too, and asked me and, and asked me what took me so long. <laughs> she says, I do believe you have a Ladies of Sarasota fan club in our little community. Please keep up what you're doing. Uh, thanks. And she's, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, Lucy, thank you very much. That absolutely makes my day. And then also to know that you're doing better uh, and recovering and, and that you got home early at that. That is just absolutely terrific. So, uh, Lucy, thank you for uh, for sending us a direct message this morning, letting us know what's going on, and uh, and keep us informed. And by the way, this week, in honor of Lucy, we're we're going to find another Stevie Nicks song, um, and uh, and and uh, and do that. And in fact, um, in fact, I, I actually saw a billboard earlier today. Um, I had to I had to make a drive uh, earlier today, and I saw a billboard. There's an Indian casino uh, nearby, and Stevie Nicks is going to be there, like in May or something like. I think it's May, uh, but yeah, Stevie Nicks, and she's out there. She's going strong. She's she's doing all these gigs, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so I tell you what, folks. You know, we talked about the. Uh, uh, South Carolina primary. Well, this from Town Hall. Okay, this from Town Hall. CNN melts down over Trump South Carolina victory. Former President Trump overwhelmingly sailed off into the sunset on Saturday after securing a win in the South Carolina primary election against GOP rival, former ambassador to the UN Nikki Haley. Of course, Haley might have and still is living in denial that Trump will be the GOP nominee, but liberal news media is too. CNN is shocked to learn that despite four indictments, countless political witch hunts against Trump, voters will still want to see him back in the White House. Left-wing outlet, the left-wing outlet, I should say, admitted that Trump has made one of the greatest political comebacks in American history. Yeah, no doubt about that. It doesn't even make sense, one of the hosts said. Trump is dominating in the polls while Haley's already struggling campaign is hanging by a thread. The former president has led every single poll in the state by at least 20 points leading up to the election. According to CNN standards for publication, Trump is at least 30 points up this month. Uh, The CNN hosts argued that the future of the Republican Party is not bright, claiming that GOP lawmakers have, quote, abandoned the border. What? (laughs) See, there you go. That's part of the messaging again. That's exactly what they're going to say because they now have this ridiculous bipartisan bill they tried to get through. Uh, They call it a bipartisan bill, but it doesn't really solve the problems. It actually makes things, I think, worse. They pepper it with a couple of things here and there that make it sound more palatable, something that even the U.S., um, uh, you know, the Border Patrol could say, well, that would, this would be okay, this would be okay. But overall, it's, it's a disaster. 
and it doesn't even look like HR two in that in that sense. And so now, what's what? What are they going to do? They realize that people are pretty mad about the border, so now they're going to have Biden do some executive orders, which look, look a lot like Trump. And they're trying to fix it that way, temporarily, so that they can say they're doing something, and that they can make this dumb case that GOP lawmakers have, quote, abandoned the border. No, they haven't abandoned the border. They, they're they the ones who have been making the clarion call about the border. We all know that. CNN hosts, uh, again, yeah, the argued about the future, the, the far-left political commentator Van Jones said that Republicans, quote, scream fire, unquote, when it comes to the border crisis, which results in spreading the fire by saying there are immigrants all over the place, quote, unquote. He also claimed, well, by the way, and I don't know if I put it exactly that way, but doesn't it seem that Mayor Eric Adams also has some issues? Doesn't it seem like even people in Chicago are starting to say things like the Republican Party is right about this? They see a lot of the damage that's being done because you have this massive amount of illegal immigration, because there are no mechanisms uh, by which to deal with it. So you end up, if you're Eric Adams, right, giving $53 million worth of cash cards out while many people in New York can live at or about the poverty level. You know, this goes on and on. You kick people out of the school and put them in the, you know, in the gymnasium and this kind of thing. And, uh, you know, there was this other issue of the uh, taking the luxury apartment building and making it a a migrant housing uh, building or something like that. And so people start saying, oh, wait a minute. Because it used to be, as long as it wasn't in my backyard, that's okay. That's why it's okay. Just keep it all down in Texas. Keep it all down in Texas and New Mexico. And if they want to go to California, that's fine. But don't bring them to New York, <laughs> right? And uh, so it's not the – I just I, I just don't think that uh, it's put exactly the way that Van Jones is talking about, per se. But I do think that um, it's really – Many in the left in these sanctuary cities who are saying, "Well, wait a minute, something's something's happening. This is this isn't sustainable." There's a great word we always hear about sustainable. He also claimed the Republican Party has abandoned Ukraine, which I don't think is really true. However, the hosts praise the fact that Haley is the only GOP candidate who will continue sending U.S. dollars to Ukraine. I think ultimately you're going to be sending U.S. dollars to Ukraine. But part of this problem is that if we're only going to send dollars to Ukraine to protect their border, why can't we send dollars to our border or use them to protect our border? You see, it's always this idea that, well, all you want to do is you want to have Hitler number two come to power in Europe. If you don't want to send blindly all this money to Ukraine or resources. So, again, I have I have two questions for Chucky Schumer about that. Number one, why don't because he was out there saying it's going to be Hitler all over again, just in a nutshell. And I would say, well, why don't you want to help the border for one thing for real and don't tie it to Ukraine? But also, at the same time, you know, why why don't we give enough to Ukraine to actually win? That, to me, folks, would be a really, really good question. Don't keep it at the, at the subsistence level. All right, well, we have uh, Todd in Tampa holding patiently on the, on the phone lines. We're going to do 60 seconds with Todd in Tampa. 60 seconds. Go, Todd. Let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. Did you see in South Carolina, and let me say something, Nikki Hill, you're a Democrat. 
I want every American to know she's a Democrat. Okay, when they slid a slider over to an independent to run, she's a Democrat. She'll take votes away from Joe Biden. Okay, she's not a Republican, and and and, and the, Mitch McConnell and all the rest of them, they're in on it. They they should make her get out. Okay, they should make her get out. Did you see Lindsey Graham get booed on the stage over there in his own hometown of South Carolina? That's what we think of you, senators. You fake, phony Republicans, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and the rest of you. None of you, you're, 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 none of you are worth a doggone. Donald, let me tell you to your face, okay, because I don't believe in talking behind your back. Okay, you should have uh, Kevin Jackson and Officer Tatum doing uh, black commercials for, you know, commercials for the Republican Party uh, addressing black and tell them uh, Joe Biden sucks, Joe Biden hates blacks. Joe, hey, hey, New York, where I'm from. Joe Biden hates you in New York. He's he, he's throwing your parents out and giving illegals all this money. Stand up for our country. Stand up for our Lord and Savior. And get to work yourself for Donald Trump. Peace. All right, that's Todd and Tampa, everybody. Stay right there. We are coming right back. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. USA News Update. I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Donald Trump wins the South Carolina primary, defeating Nikki Haley in her home state. The race called almost immediately after the polls closed at 7 p.m. Eastern. This was a little sooner than we anticipated. It was... An even bigger win than we anticipated. Trump securing all 29 winner-take-all delegates. Michigan's up, and uh, we're going to have a tremendous success there. And then we have a thing called Super Tuesday. We're leading 91 to 7. Now, Haley saying she is staying in the race and heading to Michigan. The primary there is Tuesday, and then the following week is Super Tuesday. I'm not giving up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal 
nail replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue through this Monday edition of the program. And, uh, well, I do hope that you had a great weekend. And uh, there was a lot going on this weekend for me, but it was good. I was It was good to kind of be, it was busy, but not having to do stuff that was, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> too trying, so that was good, and uh, we hope that you had a relaxing weekend uh, as well, and uh, whatever you're doing, wherever you are across the country, and don't forget, you can head over to my home website, kylewarrenshow.com, if you want to send us a direct message anytime, day or night, whenever you uh, uh, have the inclination to do so. You can also call us up this morning, 949-822-7959, that's the number to call in, if you'd like to opine, 949-822-7959, next segment of course we got another great country music song for country music monday and it's again by request from driver ron and it's a good one it's it's a pretty it's a pretty great one actually i think you're gonna love it and uh also we'll be talking with denise simon uh towards the end of the next segment as well she'll be uh, with us uh for uh, the majority of next hour and of course then we'll talk with chris markowski then after chris markowski the watchdog on wall street we're going to be talking with frank salvato from undergroundusa.com and of course author of the book nullification and on friday's program we just had a great time, uh, by the way, uh, talking about uh, the developments last week. But, uh, uh, folks, it's always something new. Always something else is happening, and uh, we're always trying to be on top of it here on the program. All right. So, once again, folks, uh, we've been talking a lot about the South Carolina primary. No doubt about that. Uh, we've also got Gavin Newsom. We mentioned him a little bit earlier in the program uh, with his whole thing about, you know, age is really the an asset for uh, Gavin uh, for for Joe Biden 
that's now again this is the mantra this is this is the this is the uh, um, the you know the 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 message that they have and this is going to be they believe is coherent they believe they're going to just pull all this together and and maybe maybe it's because they've taken a long hard look at Kamala Harris maybe they realize that there is just no way on God's green earth that Kamala Harris is going to be able to step in and not just be president but be the nominee for goodness sakes for be for being the standard bearer you know, they've painted themselves into a corner on this. Now, they must have thought of and, and by the way, you know, what did they think was going to happen when they nominated Joe Biden back in 2020? And then they picked Kamala Harris to be the running mate. What did they? Yeah, I know they were checking off different political boxes and they were trying to do this. I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, they really should have been uh, looking to the future because everybody knew that Kamala Harris was not going to be up to par, right? And, and every single job she's been given, it's, it's been a total disaster. Uh, I mean, the list just goes on, right? So in other words, I just don't think that she's viable as the standard bearer. So they have to find some way to deal with that, to say she'll, she's going to go do something else. and She doesn't want to be vice president anymore, so uh, we'll, we'll get somebody else on the ticket. But they could have seen this Joe Biden, and they should have. And, of course, they did see this Joe Biden thing coming. And they just figured they would ride it out as best they could. Well, now I think they're into that particular uh, mode. What else are they going to do, right? Because they can't go to to Newsom necessarily. I mean, they could. in In a real pinch, they could. But the Democrats don't have a deep bench. Uh, my goodness gracious me, Hillary Clinton uh, would also be, you know, I just think uh, a non-starter. And, you know, what, what, what if she did become the nominee? What, what if they turned to her and say, we, we need to draft you to be the nominee for our party? And she would probably say, okay, but she's a horrible candidate. We all know this. I, do, I just kind of think, folks, that they see a real juggernaut with, with Trump as a candidate. And I know that some people have very strong feelings about Donald Trump, whether they're Republicans or Democrats or independents. I understand that. But here's one of the things. Here we are in February. We've got a lot, little bit of time between now and November. And what the one thing that the Democrat Party elite, what the one thing they don't want is they do not want Donald Trump to have time to make a case. Right? That's why, and I saw an article about this earlier, the media will not say Trump is the presumptive nominee, basically. You know, uh, it, knowing so, it, it, in fact, I saw, an, I saw a news report, it was actually on our local news earlier on television, and they talked about the South Carolina primary, and they said Donald Trump has said he wants to debate Joe Biden. And he's ready to debate him anytime, 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 anywhere. But he has not yet secured the demo, the the GOP nomination. Like, you know, okay. So, what planet are you living on again? Well, of course, he's calling for debates. He's calling for debates not because because typically the the candidate that calls for the debate is the candidate that needs a debate. But in this case, I think Trump is calling for the debate because he knows that under no circumstances can Joe Biden agree to be on a debate. 
Well, with anybody, actually, you know, unless it's highly controlled. That's why the thing about shrinkflation at the Super Bowl and all this kind of thing, that's why all that was there. Because there is just no way that Joe Biden can sit there and go toe-to-toe about anything with anybody. And they know that. And, and even under the best of circumstances, that is to say, somebody who's completely on your team, somebody who's going to, going to uh, lob you softball questions that are designed to be hit out of the park, I think that even that becomes a very, very difficult process for them. Nevertheless, or nonetheless, I should say, Donald Trump on a debate stage. So, as I mentioned last week on the program, what they will say is that you cannot debate Donald Trump because we do not want to give him a platform. Because everything that he is focused on is only to steal our democracy. It's, It's only to attack it. It's only to, you know cause chaos and stuff like that that's that's what they will will say but we all know the real reason so again what's going to happen with with all this well you know they're they're gonna have to try to shelter biden as as much as humanly possible in all this that's that's what they're going to be doing um, all right, folks, once again, 949-822-7959 is the number to call if you'd like to be part of the uh, program this morning. AT&T is giving customers $5 credits for its cell phone outage. Some angry customers say it's not enough. This from Business Insider. Uh, what's a fair price for not being able to use your phone for around 12 hours? For AT&T customers impacted by last week's nationwide service outage, the company says the answer is five dollars that didn't didn't go over well with some angry at&t customers who took to social media to say it's not enough the telecommunications company shared a statement on sunday addressing the cell phone service outage on february 22nd the outage which the company said an initial review indicated was caused by a software update impacted tens of thousands of customers some for nearly 12 hours the outage caused a nationwide stir after customers woke up to find their cell phones on SOS mode and even prompted the FBI and Homeland Security to investigate. I've actually seen that happen on uh, my cell phone. Uh, I have seen that happen uh, only briefly uh, in the past. And I think that was when there was some, it wasn't like an outage or something like that. I think it was just some kind of local interference or connectivity issue based on where, where I was. You know, sometimes you get into some of these buildings and you don't get good reception. But, uh, but I have seen that pop up. But if it stayed there, even after you try to maybe reset your phone or move to a different location, uh, then it's uh, obviously an outage. Um, but it, it can be very frustrating. And, you know, these days... You know, just about everybody only has cell phone service. They don't have a a traditional landline, you know, uh, copper wire or whatever it is going into their to their homes anymore. Um, it just uh, it's being phased out uh, in uh, in a major major way. Um, so yes, uh, if you lost your cell phone for twelve hours, 
and you were trying to get a hold of your family or maybe an elderly parent or something, something like that, well, that can be a huge, huge problem. No, no doubt about it. AT&T added it would automatically apply the credit to accounts of impacted customers to compensate for the inconvenience they experience. So is that uh, $5? $5, well, maybe, how about $5 a month for the for the next six months or something like that? I, I don't know. We'll see how this plays, but um, we'll see what happens here. Folks, Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back. We've got another great song on the other side of this short break. Country Music Monday continues. Stay right there. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 
I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers. There's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back. And uh, we've reached the um, part of the program here in hour number two where we've got another great song to play for you this morning. And, of course, uh, what is the meaning of the song? And, of course, the meaning of the song is that we like to keep you going throughout the overnight hours across the radio dial across America. We love to keep you going, and uh, we love to keep your blood pumping. We love to make you uh, continue on through this, uh, through the wee hours, of course, as we go along with you. And uh, playing a song uh, at hour number one, hour number two at this time is our uh, little way of doing that. And uh, we hope that you enjoy them. And, of course, so we've dedicated Mondays to what we call Country Music Monday. And we've got a great country music song that was requested by driver Ron uh, from Denver. And uh, he, he, he wrote in uh, via direct message, of course. And, uh, of course, first hour, we had this great song called 16 from uh, singer Thomas Rhett. And it's a pretty cool song. So I encourage you to, uh, uh, to look that one up. Thomas Rhett, it's called 16, great country song. And the second request uh, is, he says, a little bit more of a rowdy song, which I completely agree, from 1992. And i got to tell you, it seems like just yesterday, doesn't it? But 1992, when we were listening to Travis Tritt and his song, uh, where it was kind of fun because he kind of spelled it out. Uh, (laughs) He spelled out, right? Uh, Trouble. So here we go, folks. This is pretty cool as well.
Trent, everybody, and that's uh, T-R-O-U-B-L-E. I got to tell you, uh, I, I remember that song, and I, I always liked it. I'm, I think I liked it, obviously, from the first time I ever heard it. Um, it is a very, very cool uh, country song, especially to dance to. And uh, I remember um, in our area, there was a, um, there was a, um, like, a, like a steakhouse kind of restaurant of country-themed, and uh, every, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or so, uh, they'd start playing country music uh, over the um, over the speaker system. And all of the staff would start doing like, uh, you know, country line dancing. <laughs> and it was kind of entertaining. It was kind of cool. And uh, but I remember this song was one of the one of the main songs they would ever use uh, to uh, to do that. And uh, say they were doing some pretty cool country line dancing moves. But I'll tell you what, folks, that's Travis Tritt, and it still sounds great today, and it feels like yesterday. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it definitely feels like yesterday. 1992 just seems like um, uh, just a hop, skip, and a jump in terms of time. All right. Uh, so once again, folks, thanks to Driver Ron. Oh, we appreciate it. And uh, he says, happy warp speed. <laughs> I appreciate that, too. Because, folks... This program goes by so fast that if you see something whooshing by you, literally at warp speed, okay, that's, it's us. It's us. So, so just latch onto the program, and uh, we're going to go along with you uh, through the overnight hours. That's what we do here. All right, so let's take a quick look at the weather. Then it will be time to talk with Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. So we've got a significant winter storm to bring heavy mountain snow, gusty winds, and dangerous travel conditions to much of the west. Uh, we already anomalously warm temperatures for the plains and Midwest. will get even warmer Monday and Tuesday with widespread record tying slash breaking highs possible. Increasing shower and thunderstorm chances for the Midwest and Great Lakes on Tuesday with the threat for locally heavy rainfall and severe weather. And by the way, uh, Frederick, uh, who's listening up in NYC, had mentioned it had been pretty cold, but now it's going to turn kind of unseasonably warm, maybe into the 60s in the New York City area. So, uh, yeah, that sounds like a sounds like a plan. Better than being in the 30s, I think. Better than being in the 30s. Uh, but we're still looking at this, folks. Uh, we still got a lot of rain up in the Pacific Northwest this morning. We still got all kinds of rain around Portland. This is going to head down Interstate 5, all the way down at least to Eugene, a little bit south of there. But if you're in the central coast of Oregon, you've got uh, heavy or looks like uh, significant rainfall going on there. Walla Walla, Baker City. This is all heading east, of course. Uh, we've got uh, all kinds of rain. Central Idaho, our friends in Missoula and Stevensville, Montana. Uh, you've got rain. Looks like it's uh, 
heading a little bit east out of Helena right now. So that is looking good uh, for our friends in Helena. Still have all that snow coming down out of uh, Canada, uh, heading through the uh, northeastern part of North Dakota, and now dipping down into Minnesota uh, as well. And it's going to head on down uh, through Fargo, of course, that's North Dakota, and then over towards Fergus Falls. And then uh, down towards uh, Glenwood, looks like there in Minnesota. So, so be careful if you're traveling in that area. We want you to get there uh, in one piece. All right. Well, let's head over right now, and we'll. It's time to talk with Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. Happy Monday, Denise. Yeah, it's a happy Monday. It comes around every week, doesn't it? It sure does. And I don't know. It's 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 a good Monday, but it's not really a good Monday for Nikki Haley. Uh, she got trounced pretty badly in the South Carolina primary. She did, and... You know, now we're hearing that the uh, Koch brothers have pulled their funding from her um, because of the results of the South Carolina primary. I'm a little worried about the Koch brothers because I don't know how they couldn't have figured that out going into the primary. But um, they pulled the plug, so I think that she's she's in Michigan today. We'll see where that one uh, falls, and then I think it's I think it's going to be necessarily over with. Well, yeah, she 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 can't really stay up until Super Tuesday. I mean, I guess no. she can in theory, but but uh, not for real. Well, and of course, you just mentioned Michigan. What do you think about Joe Biden and a lot of the problems Joe Biden is having in Michigan right now? Well, <laughs> he's having it um, in some cases for the really the wrong reasons, but. Um, yeah, the, you know, you've got, uh, some auto workers that are endorsing Trump. Um, I think that there are an awful lot of patriots in Michigan that have, uh, are pretty sick of the progressive agenda, certainly that all rose to the top because of, uh, COVID and Gretchen Whitmer. Um, and then he's he's got a, a problem with um, Rashida Tlaib and her entire community in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I think Michigan could be uh, a real tailspin for. Biden. Well, one of the problems he's having, of course, as you mentioned, kind of some for the wrong reasons, as it were, and that is his support and the Biden administration's general support for Israel. This Correct. is where a lot of this Rashida Tlaib. Yeah, this is really uh, becoming very vehement, it seems. Um, and uh, but I think most Americans have the notion that supporting Israel is, generally speaking, the right thing to do. Well, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, they're in a bad neighborhood, and they've been in a bad neighborhood since inception. And um, um, I don't see uh, the best end to all of this Yeah. Uh, on the other side. I mean, Israel can win, but they're still going to be in a bad neighborhood. Well, stay right there, Denise. We've got much more to talk about after the top of the hour news, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. We're coming right back. Hour number two, now in the books. Stay right there. 
Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Benjamin Netanyahu is saying that um, once they uh, start the Rafa operation, that victory is going to be, quote, weeks away. So that is a very interesting development and uh, obviously perspective on what's happening right now in the Israel-Hamas war. Of course, everybody wants to see that war come to an end as quickly as possible, but Hamas cannot be allowed to survive. It's just that simple. And this is the main problem that Israel is confronting in terms of perception around the world. And uh, we know what Hamas is all about. Uh, but some people, maybe maybe they know, maybe they don't care. But in many so many ways, you know, uh, Hamas uh, continues to try to use propaganda to its uh, benefit. But, folks, um, Hamas can't be allowed to uh, to continue at all. Folks, welcome to the program. Kyle Warren with you. It is the Monday edition. Hour number three is already here. I can't believe it. I mean, it's just, again, absolutely flying by. And we're glad that you're there, though. 949-822-7959 is the number to call. If you want to be part of the program this morning, you can also head over to my home website, kylewarrenshow.com. You can find me on Facebook and X. You can find out more about the program as well. And uh, again, uh, you can send us a direct message. Simply click on Send Kyle a Direct Message, and you're off and running from there. Well, without further ado, let's head on over and talk again with Denise Simon from founderscode.com and the Denise Simon Experience on Facebook. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. Good morning. So what do you think about uh, Benjamin Netanyahu saying that victory would be weeks away? I, I guess... 
you know, this is a chronic issue that will be there, I think, for quite some time. But what does victory really look like? I mean, can there can there be a victory declared in this? Ultimately, you know, that part is an excellent question, because, um, you know, what what happens to the Palestinians, which have been, you know, some virtually do hate uh, Hamas, while others, in fact, um, uh, you know, are (laughs) quite in line with them. So what happens to them? Well, the other piece is that there's a, a an envoy in Paris that uh, are doing these negotiations, um, and allegedly the negotiations are 30 captives, prisoners, Israeli prisoners, um, for 300 uh, jailed Palestinians. I think that's the number, but it, if it's not, it's close. And so that's under consideration. Um, so there's, there's several things that are still on the table here and least of which is, um, where's Egypt in all of this? <laughs> right. Egypt's building a wall in Rafa, virtually building a wall because they don't, they, obviously they don't want these people from, from Gaza. So what's that going to look like? Well, we have, it seems that we have deferred all of the negotiations to Qatar. And Qatar has been a safe haven for terrorists um, going all the way back at least to the Obama administration, um, you know, and including the Taliban, including, um, you know, uh, the, you know, I think it was the Taliban five out of Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, what is this? What does this end up really looking like on the other side? We don't know. And I think that that is really part of the struggle that the United States is having um, with Netanyahu. Um, they think that, you know, everything will be fine and solved. If there's a two state solution. Um, and the election is coming up, too. That's the big problem for Biden administration, yeah. too. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, two state solutions, most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And I think that it's been proven. So, um, I don't know. We'll we'll see where this goes. I have no idea what it looks like on the other side. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Netanyahu was was saying basically that you know if the same kind of thing had happened to America, which we have seen unfortunately with nine eleven, but as he was describing, just you know trying to say, you know, would you would you not go all the way to stop the enemy? And you know, I'm just nutshelling that, but uh, but he seems to have quite a point. It's it's so hard, you know. Or it's easy, I should say, for other, you know, observers to say, "Well, you're going too far, Israel." But Israel really is in, as you mentioned right before we went to the top of the hour news. You were saying, "Well, they've been in a bad neighborhood." Well, that's right. They're they're encompassed by uh, so many uh, so many factions and countries that don't want them to exist ultimately, or the United States, for that matter. So. Um, I think that Netanyahu is probably putting some real pressure on the Biden administration, Tony Blinken and crowd, over the relationship um, with the West, air quote, West and Iran. So if you don't deal with Iran, everybody's going to continue to have this problem. Well, exactly. Now, during the Trump administration, you know, they seem to have there was at least some kind of consensus 
I know it wasn't, you know, rock solid or this kind of thing, but but there was at least the general idea that Iran needed to be contained, and that seemed to be the best solution for now. But now, of course, you get, uh, you know, the Biden administration back in power three years ago. They they want to do the nuclear deal, all that stuff. Well, now you have um, Yemen and what Iran has developed and is providing to Yemen and now to Russia. Um, Russia may not have the forces that it needs, the ground forces that it needs, but it is now beginning since uh, we're not sending <coughs> Ukraine anything. Russia is now uh, doing some very interesting things, least of which was the launch of um their supersonic bomber, uh, electronic warfare, including using it against Norway of all places. Mm -hmm. So that's huge. Um, yeah, that's, it, it's big. Yeah, um, it really is. Well, of course, when we come back from the uh, quick break here, everybody, we got a lot more with Denise Simon, founderscode.com and the Denise Simon experience on Facebook. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned about Ukraine because Char Charles Schumer is um, basically trying to sound the alarm again on that. And we'll ask Denise about that when we come back. So, folks, stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. It is the Monday edition, and we are flying by. We're coming right back. We are racing through the Monday edition, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. And we have so much more to tell you about and talk about. 949-822-7959 is the number to call. And, of course, we're going to be opening up the telephone lines at the bottom of the hour. If you have a question or comment for Denise Simon from FoundersCode.com. And, of course, the Denise Simon experience on Facebook. Do yourself a favor, everybody. Head over to founderscode.com. Check out all the great articles and other materials that Denise has over there. You can also send us a direct message via my home website, kylewarrenshow.com, if you have a question or comment for Denise as well. Once again, good morning, Denise Simon. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Well, you know, there there is so many, there are so many things uh, going on. Um, and of course, you know, getting back to the uh, to the politics on this side of the of the of the ocean, as it were, uh, from Israel, um, I'll tell you this. You know, it seems to me, Denise, that the the new the new thing is going to be we're not going to worry about Joe Biden and his problems anymore. We're just going to say he's wise 
And as Gavin Newsom pointed out, his age is really an asset here. And he's done everything right. In fact, it's been a master class watching uh, watching Joe Biden. What what do you think about that? You know, there's just something very peculiar um, about Gavin Newsom. I mean, this guy is like rehearsed and practiced in slick. I mean, it, 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 in his off time, does he take like acting lessons from, you know, somebody in Hollywood? I mean, it's just creepy. <laughs> Yeah, he is pretty slick. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And after a while, that's a little, I got to tell you, that's a little off-putting sometimes. It's not genuine. Well, it's kind of like, it, it's, he comes up with these things and then he rehearses them. I think he stands in front of a mirror and then rehearses them so he has the right expression, the right body language, the right head tilt. The posture, the the hand movement. I mean, it's just creepy. Yeah. Now, I, I was actually thinking this morning, what was the exact reason that he actually went to China? What, what what was that about? What was the purpose? What was the mission that he went to China? Well, I think probably, I mean, to show I've, I've done international stuff, for one thing. You know, mm-hmm. I went to another country and I talked about business, you know, for California, that kind of thing. But but yeah. but but in other words, just just for show. And then he got in the electric car, you know. And this yeah, kind but of I thing. mean, did, did did he come back with anything? Did did they sign any kind of agreements or, um, you know, uh, they putting some factory someplace? I mean, what what was the whole thing about? I I I, I missed it. I, I guess I didn't get the memo. <laughs> well, but he's going on about all this legislation. That, uh, you know, we've got the CHIPS Act, we've got the Inflation Reduction Act, and almost as if trying to rattle these off as, quote, accomplishments of the Biden administration. So to some degree, Denise, do you, do you think that they're trying to create a record like, well, Donald Trump's running on his record. Well, Biden has a much better record. Uh, you know, I mean, they're actually going that direction, but they, they got to know what a disaster everything is right now. Well, I, I'm i pretty sure the White House knows what kind of a disaster um things are and they put out these memos to the press so they step over these disasters and talk about other things but um you know governor kemp you know he sends a letter fires off a letter immediately to this white house wanting a full-blown explanation about this this killer in um georgia in athens and um now as it turns out i think that uh, kemp probably needs to write a letter to alvin bragg because mm-hmm. it seems now that um, New York let him go after <laughs> several arrests. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he should have never, ever, A, been in this country, or B, let go in that regard. Absolutely. So between Alvin Bragg, Mayorkas, and Biden, they're, as far as I'm concerned, they're all accessories to murder. Well, that's that's pretty strong, but I think that's how people will see this kind of thing because this Put it is, out there. Is, Let them fight back on that one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. In other words, it's it's preventable. You know, it's like you know when you say, well, you know, you you could have locked up your firearm, and no, you know the the young person would never Precisely. have found it. That kind of thing. Precisely. You know, yeah. they want to sue the the gun manufacturers. Um, you know, because of, you know a gun that was bought and sold and bought and sold and then stolen was used in some kind of a, you know, shooting or, you know, some kind of a crime and they want to shoot the manufacturer. Well, 
same difference. Right, know? right. And then, of course, you've also got, you know, we mentioned Ukraine right before the break. And you've got Joe Biden wanting to call the congressional leaders into the White House. They're going to try to make it look like, I, as far as I can tell, Speaker Johnson is the one who's holding this whole thing up. And Charles Schumer was talking about, and I'm just putting this in a, you know, paraphrasing and just sort of boiling it down. But evidently, it's going to be the same as if you did nothing as Adolf Hitler was rising to power in the 1930s, this kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, they the Democrats spend all this time figuring out how to blame Republicans for something. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it's not funny, but it's it's absurdly funny because you're right. And and by the way, I think Americans, by and large, want do not do not want Russia to win in Ukraine. But at the same time, how are they supposed to do it? (laughs) Well, that's right. That's right. And because we haven't given. Okay, so don't send the money. Don't send the money. In fact, we don't send the money. We ninety four percent of the money stays here in the United States because it's going to our defense contractors. Right. Um. All right, so just send them the ammunition they need. Period. That's that's really all they're asking for, as as I see it. Right. Um, I'm watching a lot of uh, countries in Europe and in Eastern Europe, you know, digging through warehouses and everything else to send them whatever they can possibly send them. So that's good. Um, but <laughs> there, I think the reason that this White House has not, and, and the National Security Council has not briefed members of Congress on the conditions and the issues in Ukraine is because this White House would be confronted with the bad decisions it made on Ukraine and Russia early on. In fact, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And that's they don't want to have to explain it. Yeah. Well, sure. So for two years, they've made bad decisions. Well, they have, and uh, and they've appeared soft. Uh, and this is one of the things that um, Vladimir Putin can size up about people. Um, you know, Donald Trump loves to say that this would never have happened if he were president. I think that's probably right, only because they they would they would not have expected how Donald he, Trump really would react to something. Yeah, like he that. was unpredictable. Exactly, and that actually that works to our advantage. And the Democrats had made such a case to say, well, that actually leads to destabilization and chaos, and Donald Trump's going to hit the red button and all this other kind of stuff, when in reality, now we're actually on the precipice of a of an actual global conflict because of how all this stuff is heating up. Well, and so, you know, the common, the common uh, thought between the Republicans and the conservatives is, is not one more dime to Ukraine. Are they going to say the same thing about Taiwan? Right. Well, also, of course, they tried to tie a lot of this to the border, you know, and I would tell Chuck Schumer, if 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 we're actually stopping Hitler number two here, why can't you just say, OK, we're going to fix this border thing. We're going to actually do that at the border. We're going to have a different we're going to HR two the whole nine yards and we'll get that funding for Ukraine in the in this for the sake of global stability. But they won't even budge on something like that. Well, interestingly enough, um, nobody in this administration can give us a number on what this administration has spent in the last three and a half years on all things immigration. Between giving money to NGOs and the charities uh, for the housing and the tents and the and the you know free health care and uh, the hotels and the meals and the transportation and all these other, what have we spent in three and a half years? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And what would that money have looked look like if, if we didn't have to spend that money, including from the from FEMA and the VA, by the way, and we had used it for all of these conflicts um, or if we had just restored our military capabilities, <laughs> what would that look like now? I think what Speaker Johnson's going to do is he's going to put in a um, bring to the floor a piece of legislation to take the money that we have seized from oligarchs, the corrupt oligarchs from Russia, the seized assets, because that's a huge movement in Europe, and take that money, seize the money, and use that for Ukraine. Well, that sounds like a plan. It really does. I, I, I don't think it's going to get a lot of support just from the Democrats. I don't know why. This feels wrong to them, I'm sure. Okay, Denise, stay right there. Bottom of the hour coming up, everybody. We'll open up the telephone lines, 949-822-7959. Kyle Warren with you. Stay right there. Monday edition continues going by at warp speed, everybody. Welcome back to the program. And, you know, it's always good advice, of course. Yeah, yeah tell her about it. Just just tell her about it. That's always good advice, of course. Uh, they're from the one, the only uh, Billy Joel, of course. Uh, folks, again, uh, Monday morning edition continues. Kyle Warren with you. 949-822-7959 is the number if you'd like to give us a call this morning or head to kylewarrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message. Once again, we're with Denise Simon, our good friend from founderscode.com good morning again denise good morning good morning well uh we've been we've been covering a lot of great ground uh on um, on these segments this morning i think and uh definitely you know what's going to happen next year going over towards super tuesday we'll we will see but uh at some point do you think the media is going to start calling donald trump the presumptive nominee <laughs> officially they, in fact they, they pretty much are yeah um they pretty much are. I was actually thinking, too, that in the last month or so, um, we haven't heard any of these politicians except once, I think, from Biden talking about climate change and, you know, the existential threat. <laughs> so um, I would say the other thing, too, that Speaker Johnson could necessarily do is uh, stop all monies that are earmarked and assigned and all that to all things climate change and use it to fund all the things that we need to fund here domestically um, in order to fix what needs to be fixed. Um, now, Border Patrol doesn't need more money. 
as much as you know Biden would like to say so. They just need the existing laws on the books, and they need to be talking up HR two. Um, and I'm real disappointed that nobody in the White House press briefing after they keep blaming the Republicans for not passing the Senate bill. Um, just saying they don't need to pass the Senate. The House doesn't need to pass the Senate bill because they passed H.R. 2, little Miss Karine Jean-Pierre. What say you? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And, of course, you're talking about funding, but uh, we're heading towards the deadline on the government shutdown as well. Where do you see that going? Well, they're going to be, I think it happens at the end of this week. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think when they come back in session... <laughs> The House does. Speaker Johnson's got a lot of work to do. Now, maybe he's got some things on his desk that he's going to just throw out there. You know, uh, I think they start coming back today. It's put out there tomorrow and, um, you know, work in, as you say, warp speed in order mm-hmm. to deal with some of this. So we'll see. We'll see where this necessarily goes. Indeed. Well, we got Neil in Henderson, Nevada, giving us a call this morning. Denise, and uh, he's got a question or comment for you. Good morning, Neil. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you, Kyle, and same to you, Denise. Thank you. Um, I'm really excited. I don't know why, but uh, I'm trying to remain optimistic. Um, Let me start by saying I think the greatest threat to our democracy is the press and the media. Um, I was just watching a replay of Meet the Press with uh, Kirsten or Kristen Welker, and your guy from Naples and Fort Myers, Byron Donalds, Mm -hmm. he is what a congressman. He is awesome. Unbelievable. He pushed back. He did not allow her to define the narrative. She kept saying, you know, they were talking about Biden retaining possession of these classified documents. And Byron, he pushed right back. He said, the Espionage Law Act is clear. He is not allowed to possess those documents. He was a senator, period. And she's saying, no, there's no evidence. There is certainly clear prima facie evidence. There's no confusion about it. And he pushed back. And she tried to make the case that it's, you know, Biden is not guilty of any crime, yet President Trump is. Um, I was very impressed by his interview. Just Thank awesome. You. They talk. He's, he's just a, good a guy. tremendous congressman. He is great. He's great. And he's very bright. Um, thinks quick on his feet. It was just really, it was great to watch that interview. Um, let me get to another point I want to make, and then I'll shut up. Um, all these indictments, and there are four prosecutors. I think they are all. Um, I, I think they all have mental health problems. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> yeah. as a prosecutor, you're a cop, all right. Police are required to take a um, psychological inventory exam. I mean, they're elected officials. I think Fani. Willis was not elected. She may have been appointed. But um, what's her name? The Attorney General in New York. Um, yeah, Letitia James. Yeah. Tish. Letitia James. Yeah. She's got, <laughs> she has, she is mentally unstable. 
And I'm being an amateur psychologist, but she is mentally <laughs> unstable. She's a cop. She should be required to take a psychological inventory exam before she is sworn in. I mean, um, there is, there's no like legal foundation to suggest that President Trump is guilty of any crime. And I was listening to this other thing, and I, I promise I got to shut up. <laughs> no, going on. no worries. No, we're this enjoying is, it. This is leading into Mark Levin, who I respect and I admire mm-hmm. his legal um, background, his constitutional scholarship. And he was talking today about the 14th Amendment and how and the, the 14th yes. Amendment yes. obligates state and local governments to incorporate the Bill of Rights. Through the 14th Amendment, okay, the 8th Amendment is part yes. of the Bill of Rights. Yes. Okay? No excessive penalties. It is unconstitutional. All right? That extends right down to the state level. It's just not a state. The federal government through the 14th Amendment Okay, prevents excessive fines and penalties. That's exactly what's being imposed upon Donald Trump yep. with this real estate fiasco. I'll shut my mouth and I'll wait for your comment. <laughs> no, Thank Neil, you. we, we love you. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. No, we're always glad to hear from you. Uh, yeah, so Denise, that's right. I mean, this is the cruel and unusual kind of punishment, isn't it? Uh, I watched that segment Um and he was referring to the Tim's case um, where they seized his vehicle. Uh, I think it was a Range Rover that he bought with inheritance money or insurance money when his parents died. And um, it ended up before the Supreme Court. And interestingly enough, it was a 9-0 decision that that was what they did to Tim's was wrong. And the... Uh, Leading opinion from the Supreme Court, interestingly enough, of the 9-0, was written by who? <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, cool. So while, while in fact, um, Mark Levin was making this presentation, trying to explain it all to us, I think he was also speaking to the uh, collection of lawyers uh, for Trump um, to tell them how to, what, you know, um, case law uh, at the Supreme Court and tell them how to fight against um, what has um, happened here with the most recent decision by the by New York, the New York judge. Mm-hmm. So he was really speaking to, hey, I think I just found how you can do how you can deal with this. So, <laughs> well, it, exactly. I mean, and, and there does seem to be to be a lot of people out there who are who are seeing this for what it is. That this is, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, how about, you know, can we find something to impose a $355 million penalty on Joe Biden? Actually, it's over you know? $400 million because of interest. Because of the interest. Well, of course, exactly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it's like $87,000 a day or something. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but I mean, it, it, at some point, this is like trying to kick somebody off the ballot. Well, well, we'll kick your guy off the ballot or your candidate off the ballot in a different state. I mean, it just becomes this back and forth because it's not based in reality, it just becomes another political weapon. And I think people see this as a political weapon. Well, um, I would also, I would also, I was really reminded last night what the um, at the at the breakup of the Soviet Union um, and what was happening 
when you know these businesses uh these companies um were actually being sold off so i was i was reminded about me mikhail kordorovsky um he was the president of yukos oil mm-hmm. well they ended up charging him with tax evasion and kept imposing all these tax fines on the company to the point where it just couldn't be done and then they jailed him and uh, they put him in the same kind of a prison that they put to uh, Navalny oh, wow. um, and yes and they, they took the company from him they literally took the company from him wow um, yeah well, well Denise same thanks. thing is happening here well thanks for being with us we'll talk to you again tomorrow morning take care yes sir thank you alright stay right there everybody are racing through hour number three here on the program this morning, folks. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you, of course. And we have so much more to talk about and tell you about on the program this morning. And uh, we've got Chris Markowski. He is the watchdog on Wall Street. And uh, we're starting off here another great day on Monday, another great week of broadcasting. And it wouldn't be the same if we didn't have Chris Markowski uh, starting off with us here, of course, on a Monday morning. And uh, so welcome once again, Chris Markowski. Good morning. Good morning. And, of course, Watchdog on Wall com is the website. And, of course, you can hear Chris right here on AM860, The Answer, as well. Well, Chris, you know, one of the things, well, first off, uh, what what do you think about this, at least from a business perspective, what do you think about AT&T giving out a $5 credit to everyone who lost their service for uh, some for approximately 12 hours late last week is yeah. is that uh, something that customers are going to be happy about or is that going to satisfy them i i apologize but I'm hearing like uh a major delay and oh, okay this, okay uh, sorry about that okay uh, let's let's try that now i'm sorry about that we'll see if we can get that corrected um okay so what i was just saying chris is that uh from your business perspective at&t was is giving five dollar credits to each customer who was affected by this service interruption last week that lasted for some about 12 hours. Is, is that, uh, is that going to satisfy them? Do you think? I don't think it, I mean, you can always have people uh, upset. I don't think you, you know, will probably satisfy anybody. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of uh, complaints uh, about the, the issues. I, again, I get as long as they figure out and get to the bottom of it. Um, you know, I, I think we all kind of take for granted just, um, kind of uh, how easy it is and how everything kind of works. Uh, you don't really have these things happen more often. I mean, I, I do it myself, you know, I you know, you get high, high, high speed internet and spend a lot of money to have it working. And then when it goes down, you know, which is rarely, I mean, you, you tend to get upset <laughs> yeah. because it interrupts the day. I mean, we, we fail to realize how kind of reliant we are 
uh, upon this stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm sure it's not going to make everybody happy. Yeah, well, exactly. But uh, obviously they were saying it was a software update. Uh, it doesn't appear to have been any kind of a nefarious thing that happened, but very different for the pharmacies uh, that were involved in a separate incident uh, where they were interrupted. Well, one of the other things that we're looking at this morning, Chris, is that it looks like, uh, according to one uh, to one uh, report here, that inflation might have gone up in January by about the most that it has in about a year. And uh, so obviously, if inflation stays sticky like this, obviously it means interest rates will be affected or the adjustment thereof. Um, But what can be done at this point, as opposed to simply raising interest rates, what other things could be done to try to curb the inflation that we're seeing? I mean, I mean, again, it's the same old. You get the government out of the way. I mean, government regulations, uh, you know, making, you know, make, do what you can to make energy as cheap as as possible. I mean, we, we're perpetually getting in our own way. I mean, uh, you can take a look at, the, I mean, everything, you know, for the government, uh, various different standards, whether it be in regards to uh, uh, appliances or, you know, the cost of bringing food to market. I mean, there's just so many different things that drive our, our costs up. You take a look at regulatory costs here in the United States. Um, that's a big driver. I really don't feel that the Federal Reserve uh, really can do much at, at this point in time. Um, you know, again, we need to have more units out there when it comes to housing. Um, you talk about the difficulties of getting things built uh, here in this country and, and how, uh, you know, that's uh, not having enough inventory is a bit of a problem. A lot of overhang and a lot of issues right now moving forward. I, I think it's going to, you know, bring some caution. Uh, but, you know, I still believe that the Federal Reserve will probably be lowering rates, um, you know, come late spring, early June. It's not just inflation. They got that dual mandate as well. And uh, without a doubt, uh, unemployment's going up. I mean, companies are laying off. Let me just give you the, the reality on the terrain. You have an employer. Uh, you know, you know, kids are in college right now, you know, juniors. Uh, they're in, not getting internships. They're not giving out internships like they used to. Uh, the job market is very, very tight right now, very difficult. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because of that dual mandate, you know, we start to see uh, unemployment, you know, tick up. Uh, you know, it may, you know, push the Fed to do something. Well, it, exactly right. And it's terrible that it kind of has to come to that, you know, uh, to that state of affairs in order for them to do that. You know, and you mentioned energy prices. Is that based on oil alone, let's say, or, you know, what 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 could be done in trying in terms of of uh, softening that? Is that simply more to try to become energy independent? Well, I, I think that that's, you know, again, you want to head it in that direction. You want to have the farsighted when it comes to energy. Um, you know, that's, yeah, that, that's what, honestly, inexpensive energy builds wealth. And, you know, that's what the world wants. And, you know, you take a look at countries that are doing really poorly. You look at, you know, the used to be industrial powerhouses like Germany are falling off a cliff. And, and simply because the cost of energy in those countries for their really stupid uh you know, net zero green energy policies, which are a farce, um, you know, having access to inexpensive energy is and, and making sure that 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 access is going to be available. Um, you know, you're a business owner, you're a manufacturing site, whatever it may be. You want to set up shop on a place like that, because then you want to be confident what your costs are going to be moving forward. 
Well, in, indeed, indeed. You know, mentioned layoffs. There's a very interesting article over at CNBC, you know, asking the question why there's widespread tech layoffs despite having what they term as a strong U.S. economy. And we see a lot of companies, not just tech companies, but they're cleaning house, you know, I, I suppose trying to get in line with what they see as terms in terms of uh, problems in the economy that are not too far away. Well, that's a part of it, but also they overhired. They went crazy uh, a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, they're, they're going through. They do companies see what's working and what's not working, and, you know, then they make cutbacks uh, as such. And, you know, uh, it, that's everywhere. It's advertising spending. It's, uh, you know, where they're spending dollars. It's not like that they're not spending money. They're just they're not spending it on people. And a lot of this, you know, a lot of uh, uh, it's uh, utilizing AI uh, to replace certain jobs out there. That, that's real. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's not that I'd be feared. I mean, this happens all the time when new technologies and, and new things come around. You have to adjust to that. But, you know, without a doubt, you know, companies went, you know, crazy uh, during the COVID years, and they're laying off now. And it's not just tech. It's uh, finance. It's everywhere. Well, you mentioned about um, about AI, and it, it, I'm I'm curious: is AI obviously there's there's costs associated with doing that? But are those costs going to be so much lower than actually having you know human beings you know answering your telephone call or this kind of thing? I suppose maybe in repetitive things like you know I'm calling up because you know I need to. You know, schedule maintenance work or something like that, maybe AI could do. But do you think it's to the point where it's going to be very widespread? For oh, I, I think so. We've seen it little by little for a while. Um, and again, it, it depends on, you know, depends on what your your business is. I, I think, yeah, I think a lot of companies are going to be uh, implementing um, these things without doubt um, in, in the way that, you know, you said, you know, scheduling appointments, um, you know, anything like that. They're going to try to obviously cut costs. And I continue to see that trend moving in, in that direction. Again, you use it as an opportunity. I mean, I would never do anything like that with um, my business. I've been pitched various different things. It's just not, you know, who we are and how we go about doing things. But, you know, for other companies, um, you know, with, you know, they want to keep their costs down. They're going to, they're going to move in that direction. Well, and I suppose, you know, we've seen enough science fiction movies to know, I guess, I guess we just have to be nice to the AI <laughs> and say please and thank you for for when the whole apocalypse starts or something like that. But but yeah, I think people get more used to talking uh, to what is official, essentially an artificial voice on the other end of the phone in real time. Yeah, yeah. And to me, I mean, in some ways, it kind of annoys me. Sometimes you're on a website looking around, and they have the, the annoying pop-up, you know, can I help you? And, yeah, you know, yeah. Somebody wearing sort of headset. Like, yeah, that's, you know, I actually believe that that person is on the other end answering my questions. I mean, it's it's stupid. I mean, it, to some degree. I mean, it really is. It annoys me. And, you know, it's a turnoff when it comes to certain products. And I think companies have got to find a kind of a happy medium and how to go about using it. Well, indeed, indeed. Well, Chris Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street. Watchdogonwallstreet.com, of course, is the website. Thank you, my friend. We're going to talk to you again tomorrow morning. You got it. Have a good one. You too. Take care. All right. And Chris Markowski, you can hear him right here on AM860, The Answer as well. And don't forget, watchdogonwallstreet.com. Find out about Chris, his radio program, and his podcast. Folks, we are coming right back. Top of the hour news is next. And we've got Frank Silvano on deck.
Stay right there. Hour number three is now officially in the books. You know, as inflation continues to be a major factor, also, it seems to have uh, gone up over the last year, according to one particular metric the federal government looks at. But nevertheless, consumers have to deal with it, right? And they're trying to find ways uh, of finding better deals. They're uh, buying used cars instead of new cars. And in some cases, just not buying other stuff. And it seems to me, folks, that's not the kind of, uh, that's not how you define, well, the economy's going well, everybody's being prosperous, and uh, people are out there living the American dream, when every day seems to be a real struggle uh, just to be able to make ends meet, because you and me and so many of our, uh, so, so many of us, obviously, we have a kitchen table budget, and we can't simply uh, up our borrowing limit in order to make ends meet. Well, folks, welcome to the program. Kyle Warren with you. Glad to be with you as we race into this Monday edition of the show. 949-822-7959. That's the number to call. If you'd like to be part of the program, we're going to open up the telephone lines at the bottom of the hour, especially if you have a question or comment for our guest, Frank Salvato from undergroundusa.com and, of course, author of the book, Nullification. And in the meantime, you can head over to my website if you so desire, and you can head over to kylewarrenshow.com if you'd like to send us a direct message. Uh, you can get a, a message to Frank uh, or a question for Frank that way as well. All right, without further ado, let's bring in Frank Salvato, as I said, from undergroundusa.com and the author of the book, Nullification. Happy Monday, Frank. Mr. Kyle. All right. Well, it's another great week of broadcasting. A lot of stuff happening. And Frank, uh, first and foremost this morning, you know, because I want to ask you about what's going on, obviously, in the with uh, the uh, South Carolina primary and the uh, the Nikki Haley campaign and all that. But first off, let's let's talk briefly here about this Venezuelan migrant, right, who was who is uh, suspected of murdering the nursing student at the University of Georgia, but he was arrested in, in New York City five months ago for quote endangering a child i mean this is a talk this isn't just dropping the ball this is you know a complete total travesty here yeah it's dropping the ball twice yeah he wasn't supposed to be here in the first place so if if the biden administration had secured the southern border as secretary mayorkas claimed they had done repeatedly to congress and others uh he wouldn't have been here but then the second drop of the ball is the state of New York and New York City. If they were actually prosecuting people who committed crimes and making them pay 
penalties for their bad behavior, this woman would still be alive. Very true. You know, if, if we're supposed to be a nation of laws and not a nation of men, and that's been turned on its head, then the rule of law would prevail. And that means when someone breaks the law, there is a penalty to be, pay, to be paid by the person who broke the law. And in a lot of these blue states, especially blue urban areas, they're not they're not exacting penalties for people who do bad things, including murder and, and aggravated assault and robbery. Why would anybody want to live there? Right. Good question. Good question indeed. And of course, obviously, the this huge factor here of the the fact that he was able to come across the border, the fact that he was caught, you know, doing something else and then, you know, just lives to fight another day. And then this terrible tragedy happens. Uh, this is this is on the Biden administration. This is on those people. And oh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. And, and, th- and think about this. If he would have had to post bail, he probably wouldn't have been able to reach it, and he would have been incarcerated in New York. So it's not even that they're not prosecuting these people. They're not even asking for bail for violent crimes. Exactly. Exactly right. And and this this is an outrage. And, and you know, because now we've got a life cut short. Um, and meanwhile, you've got the, the Democrat Party elite, the far left, hiding behind whatever it is justifications they have for this open porous border. And it seems to me that, you know, if, if anything, this, this needs to become a rallying cry. I mean, this, this could be any one of us, right. Of people who are just going about their daily lives and suddenly this terrible thing happens. It should become a rallying cry. And, and the people who are outraged should be extremely vocal about it, especially with their elected officials, but also with the people that don't represent them. They should be flooding the White House with not only telephone calls, but hard letters and emails saying the blood of this girl is on your hands. You've had the power all the time to secure the border because Trump did it already. Right. And and you've been playing politics with it. So you want to flood the country with the illegals because you think you're going to be able to get them on the voter rolls? You're putting politics ahead of the lives of of people who are going to school to become nurses. Indeed, and this is this is the game that you're playing. When it be when it comes down to death, the politics must stop. But I don't think the Biden administration is going to hear it. I don't think Democrats hear it. They've become the party of so what. So what? Somebody died. So what? We're going to do this. There's consequences for this, Mr. Democrat. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we understand that this individual had been in uh, El Paso back in September 2022, but he was released out of the detention center because they didn't have enough space anymore. So I guess they didn't send him back. They sent him out into the open in the United States. I'll tell you, Kyle, the people who made the decisions to let this animal back out on the streets – they should be prosecuted for this girl's murder, at least as accomplices accessories. in aiding and abetting. Yeah, accessories to murder. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, it, it's going to take something like that for people to figure out. 
that are making these decisions that there are repercussions. And it matters what they say and what they do. All right, Frank, stick stick right there. We're going to come right back, everybody. Much more with Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. And the author of the book, Nullification. Stay right there, everybody. We are coming right back. So President Biden last week announced that um, they were going to be putting at least another 500 new sanctions on Russia. And uh, my question is, well, why why didn't they do these other sanctions like before? I thought we were trying to stop uh, the spread of Vladimir Putin, uh, you know, going across Europe and running amok and so forth. But. There were all these other sanctions that we didn't do yet. It seems, again, let's let's if that's possible, let's get our act together on that. Folks, welcome back to the program. Kyle Warren with you. Uh, we're talking with Frank Salvato this morning, of course, from UndergroundUSA.com and author of the book Nullification. Good morning again, Frank. Mr. Kyle. Well, you know, uh, we've got the South Carolina primary now in the rearview mirror. Uh, Trump won it, um, I and uh, sort of uh, the way Donald Trump might put it, he won it by a lot. He won it by a lot. It was about 59.8% to 39.5% over Nikki Haley. And uh, Nikki Haley, though, is vowing to stay in this race, although now she's lost the um, the financial backing of the, uh, the Koch brothers, which is pretty significant. Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, they, are, they were libertarian-leaning and, and not of the bulk of her big money that's coming in because the bulk of her big money that's coming in are, are from very far left benefactors silicon valley benefactors when you when you look at the, at her campaign finance reports you're seeing some very disturbing um very disturbing players like the Annabella group um these are people who who backed Barack Obama, who backed, who backed uh, Joe Biden, who backed Hillary Clinton. Um, that this is their money machine. It's uh, George Soros pitches into these people. So she's taking money from, from the very far left in order to run her campaign. Uh, it was kind of weird to see the Koch brothers intermingled with them to begin with. But I suspect that the Koch brothers aren't the only big money group that are going to be leaving her campaign. You can't lose your home state by 20 points and change. 
and yeah. and continue to say that you've still got this fantastic chance to win. And big money benefactors are more concerned with return on investment than they are with, uh, you know, with putting up appearances. Right, right. So I think I think Nikki Haley's days of the big money, I've got so much might be the spigot might be starting to turn off. That said, we've got to start asking the question here on the right. What is she trying to prove? She can't win. She won't win. And the longer she stays in, the longer she's ticking, the bigger and the more expansively she's ticking off Donald Trump. So she's not going to be vice president. She's not going to get a cabinet post in his administration. He's he really doesn't like her now. So what is her what is her modus operandi? What's 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 her end game? Good question. It seems to me, too, that voters voters like to have a clear choice on things. You know, and uh, the clear choice right here against Joe Biden is Donald Trump, because you can't have, uh, in, in other words, the, the Nikki Haley, the support that you're describing here and so forth, it just kind of muddies up the waters. And people feel like, well, wait a minute. What I want is a clean break from what's happening with Joe Biden and the far left. I, we don't want to have it be, as I think you mentioned, like intermingled, basically. And that's that's just not a clear choice. I mean, go back to Reagan and Carter, that that kind of thing. People want that kind of change at this point. Well, and and this is a byproduct of starting the silly season way, 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 way too early. Yeah. You know, it, it was OK. We just had our general election and Donald Trump did not care for the outcome. He made that abundantly clear. And he said, OK, I'm running again. And yep. and pretty much pretty much announced, you know, just months after he was he was he left office. That's typically not the time span that we do presidential campaigns. It's been going on forever. So the primaries at this point, Republican voters have fatigue, and the the people who are saying, "Well, I'm going I might consider somebody else," they're starting to get fatigue on this because it's a foregone conclusion now. Trump's base never left him. And that means without those voters switching camps and going for another Republican primary candidate, there's no, not even a chance that a Republican would win against Joe Biden, even as inept as he is. So it must be Trump versus Biden, whether the never Trumpers like it or not. And at this point, if you're a never Trumper or you're someone who's supporting Nikki Haley, you got to ask yourself why you want to hurt the country the way you're going to. I think that's well said because there, there, there is a crossroads here. And you're right. Some people, they just don't want to vote for Donald Trump for whatever reason. You know, they don't like him. They don't like his personality. They didn't like mean tweets, whatever that is. But right now, I mean, this is for all the marbles. I, I can't imagine what another... Uh, four years under the Joe Biden administration, who's ever coming up with these policies, you know, somewhere else in the White House, you know, uh, it, driving us down this road to to what really amounts to total destruction. And I'm not trying to be fantastical about that, but we can't do this anymore with the immigration and with the precipice of World War Three every single day. I mean, this we can't do it. Kyle, you're not you're not being fantastic about this at all. <laughs> Good. You're you're being very straightforward. Yeah. 
the Biden administration has been the most damaging administration to the United States in the history of the country. We have record deficits. We have wide open borders where, as we said in the first segment, people are getting killed by these people and no one's holding them to account. We are a, we are a breath away from global conflict. We're also a breath away uh, from conflict with a nuclear superpower that has a, a million man army on standby and it can go at any moment. And, and they've got us in the crosshairs and are economically beating our butts all over the board. Yeah. You know, so so you start, and not to mention the divide that has been created in the American people with the ridiculous ideological stances that this administration has taken. So it must be Trump versus Biden and Trump must win. So, you know, if, if again, if you're one of those 13 percent that really thinks Joe Biden's doing a great job, you know, I, I guess you're drinking the same the same Kool-Aid that Rob Reiner is, you know, read some of his tweets. But if you're saying that you're going to vote because of someone's personality after you have this set of policies from Donald Trump that made the country vivacious, thrive, and made the economy good for everyone, not to mention the border was secured and we were not Mm -hmm. one second to midnight on the nuclear clock, And another set of policies where everybody is hurting, can't afford groceries, and we're wondering whether we're going to go to to world war, and you're still picking the guy who brought us to the world war, you got to ask yourself, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Well, I think a lot of people are asking what's wrong with Gavin Newsom, because he keeps saying now, or he was saying on the Sunday show, Meet the Press, he says watching essentially watching Joe Biden has been a master class. His his administration has been a master class. I guess a master class in destruction, but other than that and he also said yeah. his his age is now an asset. Yeah, a I master's class a master's class at clown college. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh somehow somehow it's an asset now, but this and this is they're they're trying to turn the Titanic around at this point. I mean they really they're, do think they can do it. They're trying to capture the narrative, and and that's all they care about. They don't care about the truth. They don't care that they're gaslighting the American people. They don't care that they're misleading the American people. They don't care that they're lying to the American people. It's about capturing the narrative to create an alter reality that everybody has to eat. And Gavin Newsom is an idiot. And and quite frankly, the you know people who vote for him in California, they've got to have their heads examined. They've got to look at the deficit. They have to look at the way their society is run. Take a take a trip through San Francisco. And and see what happened to the city where he came from. That's mm-hmm. that's not good government. He he's an egotist. He's a he's a megalomaniac, who who believes his own grandiose illusion. So he gets on a Sunday talk show, uh, I'm turning on something else. He's a waste of time, but he really thinks that somewhere, someday, a little bit further down the line, he might have a shot at the White House. Oh, Mr. yeah. President Hairpiece or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and he thinks he, I'm going to be a good boy right now, and I'm going to go out and say Biden's a great guy, and it's all about his record and all this other uh. stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, stay right there, Frank. We're going to come right back. A lot more 
with Frank Silvato, everybody. We'll take your telephone calls as well. 949-822-7959. Kyle Warren with you. We are coming right back on this Monday edition. And, well, we're having fun, too. Stay right there. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Monday edition, and it is flying by, no doubt about that. And we're glad that you're there. We're glad to be here. 949-822-7959. That's the number to call if you'd like to be part of the program this morning. You can also head over to my home website, kylewarrenshow.com, if you'd like to send us a direct message. And once again, we want to give a shout-out to Lucy. Uh, listening on 9.30, AM 9.30, The Answer. And uh, she had contacted us uh, just a, a little while ago, not all that long ago. She had been in the hospital for quite some time and said uh, she really enjoyed listening to the program. The nurses there as well, they were all listening to the program. She sent us such a great message uh, that uh, she's home now. Uh, four days early, allowed to leave the hospital four days early. And uh, she says, I think with the help of your happy program. Well, we appreciate that so much, Lucy. We really, really do. We are glad that you're feeling better. And uh, she says that she's got a couple of neighbors who are listening to the program and uh, as well. And uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we're just glad that you're home and that you're feeling better and that things are really looking up. And uh, thank you for describing it as a happy program because that's uh, we are trying to be happy. We are having a great time and uh, we do have a lot of fun as well. So, Lucy, uh, by the way, we're going to play some Stevie Nicks this week on the show in honor of you and getting better as well. So hang in there, and and we're glad again of this great news. Well, Frank Salvato, of course, undergroundusa.com, and author of the book Nullification is with us again. Good morning again, Frank. Mr. Kyle. You know, it really is very cool when we hear some of the impact that the program has for people out there, and uh, it just really, it, it does my heart good, and I know I know you're really happy to hear about this kind of stuff too. So that's why I wanted to let you know. Well, it's an it's an you know, encouraging always to hear that somebody likes your product. Um, I'm not sure all the stuff we talk about is happy. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, we have a happy well, we have a happy attitude. You know, uh, but this stuff doesn't get us down. And see, that's the thing. You know, it's two it's two minutes to midnight at the nuclear clock. But <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, but that's because we know that there are answers. You know. And we know we know what needs to change, and we know what policies need to uh, need to be adopted, and and it's just it's just madness to keep watching what the Biden administration, the far left, and whatever you know the you know committee behind the scenes or whatever, because more and more people, and this is why I think Frank that we keep seeing this push 
that, no, Biden's old and wise. He is the wise one, and we're lucky to have him because they're trying to deflect this thing of he doesn't know which direction to go when the speech is over, that kind of stuff. Well, they're also setting him up to be the fall guy for a Congress that did nothing but move ideological agenda forward. Right. You know, if if they could say, well, you know, look at all the things that he did were bad. You know, a president can do so much, but it takes a a willing Congress, at least one house of the Congress and preferably the Senate to aid the stupidity of the Biden administration White House. Chuck Schumer is not blameless in this. You know, he has facilitated some of the worst legislation that has hit Biden's desk. And he hasn't applied pressure, congressional pressure, onto the president to stop moving an ideological agenda forward and at least do something that Democrats can hang their hat on in November. Because right now they've got nothing. Well, that's nothing. right. That's right. That's why they're that's why they're trotting out Gavin Newsom to say that Biden's old and wise. <laughs> right. I, I mean, wow. On the on the lyometer, that one just pinged and broke it. Oh yeah. Well, he's also trying to loud the idea that they've passed all this legislation. They've got the Chips Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, and you know this stuff that doesn't do anything. I mean, that sounds like the Clean Water Act or something. Uh, it last time I checked, inflation wasn't being having any reduction in that in the grand sense. And then they talk about jobs, but at the same time. We've got companies all over the place, and they're cutting back, you know, big time on things. So I just don't know that it's a rosy thing that they're, people like Newsom are trying to tell us. They can count all the titles of legislation that they've passed that they want. What has it done for the American people? Hasn't done anything. Every single one of their signature legislations that Biden crowed about hurt the American people. The Inflation Reduction Act? Seriously? All it, all it did was, was spike inflation and, and once again provide money to their political benefactors through either tax cuts or grants. You know, he still hasn't come off the green energy thing. And, and right now, even the automakers are saying, you know, Joe, we endorsed you, but you got to stop talking about EVs because it's putting us in the poorhouse. Right. And, and, nobody, and nobody talks about the weight of these cars on the roads. If everybody went to EVs, the roads would be destroyed. We would have to have so much money put into infrastructure just for roadways because of the weight of these vehicles on, on the highways and the streets that it almost negates the savings. And then don't get me started about the many, almost, equal if not more, amount of scientists that are questioning man-made climate change right now. So if you are sitting there, you know, thinking that Joe Biden's doing the earth a great gift by pushing everybody to EVs by 2030, 2035, um, the auto industry disagrees with you. Well, exactly right. And then also, of course, too, you talk about weight. You know, I saw something the other day that you know, some of these barriers that exist on highways and freeways and so forth, they're, they're not able to stand up if one of these things runs headlong into them. I mean, much less another car, you know, that's not an EV. Can you, can you imagine one of those little echoes? Yeah. 
you know, getting hit by a luxury sedan with with the heavy lithium battery in it. I know I can. You know, just having one car smash into another and having to pick people out of it for a career for a for a long time, uh, that wasn't fun. But these things, it, it it's like a a compact semi truck hitting a Pinto. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got all the safety measures that are on our highways, the barrels, the 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 safety rails, not set up for that kind of weight. You know. This was not thought through, and that seems to be a signature event with people who call themselves progressives but who are really neo-fascists. They never think things through. Does it sound good? Will it get votes? Do you think we can get a bunch of people just to go, yeah, that sounds good, and vote for us? Then let's do it. Yeah, but it's going to cause the earth to split in two. Well, we didn't think of that. Hmm. Well, exactly, and then also – you know, it, it's also about control. I'm glad you mentioned that term neo-fascist because, you know, the whole point sometimes is to make sure that you're just controlling not only just the narrative, but the, what people are able to do, you know, and the kinds of products they can buy. And that is the only goal that leftist Democrats have in mind is control and the retention of power. That's why I said in the first segment they've become the party of so what. Yeah, that's that, that's actually the premise of the of the lead piece over at UndergroundUSA.com. So what? It doesn't matter what the subject is. It's like that's going to hurt the United States. Yeah, so what? We get to keep power. We get to keep power and influence, and we keep to uh, we get to keep enriching ourselves. So so what? And if, and if you say something against that, well, then you're anti-Earth. Right. You're, you're anti whatever that, uh, you know, you, you just want, uh, you know, to have a terrible environment or stuff like that. You're a, you're a racist. You're a bigot. You're a xenophobe. You are any number of phobes. You know, they've, they've got a corner on the market for creating words that end in phobe. <laughs> right. You know, it's all about you being bad if you don't agree with me. They can't tolerate another viewpoint. If you're not marching lockstep like a nice little Nazi. Then you are a bigot, a xenophobe, a phobe, 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 and and you must be silenced and or removed. You know, remember what Richard, what what Reich said after the last election. We may have to reprogram these people. Yeah, he was serious. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. he was stone cold serious. So, and Hillary Clinton echoed his remark. These these Trumpers. We may have to reprogram them. That's the tolerance of the Democrat Party and, and their hierarchy. And, you, and if you're still voting D because you think it's your dad's Democrat Party still, you got to wake up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's gone completely. Exactly right. Well, Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com. And go over there and check out, that, uh, check out that article he was mentioning. Also, author of the book, Nullification. Frank, we're going to talk to you again on Friday, my friend. Hope that you have a great week. Stay low, my friend. Thanks. Take care. All right. Frank Silvato, everybody. And folks, we are going to come right back. We're going to be talking with Patrick Hyland, host of the Sports Zone. And we got some uh, sports news to talk about. I got a great question for Patrick, by the way. So stick around, folks.
So, you know, people ask me, what do I think about Shohei Otani having moved, of course, gone to the Dodgers uh, away from our Angels? Well, you know, I guess that's uh, say la vie on that one. But uh, we'll see what happens when the Freeway Series uh, comes back around. It'll be interesting to see uh, him playing again in Angel Stadium, but uh, this time in a Dodger uniform. But as I said, I guess I guess that's life. All right. Well, uh, it's time now, folks. By the way, welcome back to the program. Kyle Warren with you. And uh, by the way, it's time again to speak with uh, Patrick Hyland. Uh, we got him lined up here on the telephone line. Patrick Hyland, who is host of the Sports Zone right here on AM860, The Answer. You can hear him on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. He's also the insurance quarterback. He'll tell us about that as well as we go through this segment. But once again, welcome, Patrick, and happy Monday to you. Happy Monday, Tom. Hopefully everybody had a wonderful weekend. A lot of fun up in Atlanta, Georgia. Photo finished their NASCAR. Yep. Oh. And uh, you're looking at uh, Daniel Suarez. He he won it, man. Number 99. Old Warren Sapp's number here in Tampa Bay, Buccaneer history. Uh, Chevy, you know, did it up nice. But uh, it was a three-way photo finish. Unbelievable. Cal, Cal Bush came in third, matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, number eight. So exciting, cool race. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed it. Land and Motor Speedway. It was great. So mm-hmm. uh, it was nice to see a good, solid finish, not like the Daytona a couple weeks ago. So well, I'm glad about that. So Indeed. People are also, and that's what it's all about, just enjoying it and seeing you know, what's happening. A lot of things happening in football, Cal, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for all our people, you know, listening here on 820 and 930 down in Sarasota. Uh, They've got a bump in the salary cap this year, so it looks like you're going to be able to really keep Mayfield, Evans, uh, Winfield. Might have to trade one or two guys or or make some cap space, but make – Baker Mayfield said it perfectly. He goes, I'll take a cut and pay to keep Mike Evans. So, you know, those two want to play together again today. And uh, for the next couple of years, I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. pretty excited for all the Tampa Bay fans out there. So Very cool. Well, well, you know, Patrick, I was just telling the listeners uh, the end of last segment, I had a great question for you. And I, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, they're, they're looking to change the kickoff rules, perhaps, for the yeah. NFL and make it look a little more like the XFL or something. Yeah, I think they need to do something, Kyle. Uh, the problem is that's where the most concussions occurs on the kickoff. But now these guys are just kicking the ball out of the end zone. So it's just a waste of time. You have two options. Put the ball to 25 and say first and 10 and no more kickoffs. And unless you want to say, look, you know, at the end of the game, we're going to try an onside kick. And they need to go back to the old onside kick way. So at least you really had a chance to get it. Now you really don't. So there's a few things I think they need to tweak. I hope they get it right. You mentioned XFL. They want to have the guys, you know, way downfield. Then the guy kick it off. Then when the ball's caught, then they start the play. I mean, that's an option. You know, that would stop the concussions and guys running four or five forties at 250 pounds getting ready to launch themselves at you. That's, that's how the danger occurs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
that's what that's why they're trying to change it, and they should. But I would have no objection if they just put the ball at the twenty-five and said first and ten, let's go. I just, uh, you know, I, I believe punting needs to be a part of the game, and uh, obviously field goals. Uh, matter of fact, I wouldn't object if they took extra points out of the mix and just said, hey, we're going to make it seven points for touchdowns. Uh, if you want to go for two, we'll put the ball up to two and a half, and you punch it in for the two, or it's seven, nothing to start, the, you know, when you score. So, uh, interesting. I don't know yeah. if that Go ahead. Oh, no, I said interesting. Exactly. That, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, I guess uh, nothing is sacrosanct in that regard, but, uh, uh, but it also, you, I think they're trying to make, uh, you know, the ultimate goal would be to make the game more entertaining, but also, as you mentioned, a little safer as well. Do you think people, um, uh, just want to see like a spectacular, you know, uh, you know, kickoff return. Like, you know, he, he, you know, he catches his, catches it at the 10 and just runs it, you know, 90 yards back, that kind of thing. Well, you know, back in the day, you, you, you would see a few of those a season. Now you, you, you might get one a season if, it, if at all. So what are we doing? Kyle would be the, you now. and why am I going to let a mixed extra point dictate the outcome of a game? That that to me doesn't make sense either. Okay, field goal. Okay, they moved it to where you kick and make a thirty-two yard extra point, so it's more of a challenge. But uh, I, I I just don't like that part of the game. That's my opinion. You know, some people agree with me and some don't. That's what makes sports and and opinions and fans the way they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know I come up with a lot of things, Kyle, and it, it takes five to ten years before they happen. Uh, when it comes to fantasy football, I've made suggestions and they've implemented them. But it takes time. People don't want to change. And that's the funny thing about human nature, where I'm, I'm open-minded to change if you can make, make it sense. Old saying Joe Weaver and I have, if it doesn't make sense, it's not going to make dollars. So <laughs> there you go. And uh, it's just the way, you know, you, you, you look at life and how you want to move forward and do things. So, uh, you know, I'm curious. To, um, great question. Uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. The one thing about the NFL that I like, they are trying to make changes every year. Baseball, that was tremendous what they did last year by speeding up the game with the pitch clock. Oh, yeah. People don't go and sit there for three hours to watch a guy look at the third base coach with nobody on base, get in the box and hit, man. <laughs> or tug on your shirt and your helmet and your gloves for, for 30 seconds. Get in the box and hit. So, you know, and a pitcher stepping off and waving off the catcher. No, no. Uh, I love it. And uh, I think it's going to be great for the new generation because they're going to want to go to the games, hang out for a couple hours with their friends, and it's going to keep baseball going. And I, I heard you when I was waiting to come on about Otani. It is going to be interesting to see him in a different uniform, Kyle. You said it perfectly. And then when he does go back to, you know, Angel Stadium, how things are going to be perceived. Yeah. He did, you know, he did a, he did a business decision. You know, it's all the man for that. It's just crazy, though, what's become. It's a billion dollars for two players. You know, we talked about it last week, $250,000 for Sammy Koufax and Don Drysdale. So we're talking 60 year, years later from two hundred fifty grand to a billion. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. Obviously, the money's there somewhere, Cal, right? <laughs> right. So. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, how, how things have changed. You're right about that. You know, well, you know, you talk a lot about 
the political aspects of life and, and how things happen financially in this world with the show. And that's, that's, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, I want people, I love sports as much as anybody. And uh, I love talking about it. And a lot of people follow it. But we also need to follow about what's going on in our world and our country. And I like that, you know, you do this show for that purpose mm-hmm. because it's very important, especially, you know, I love the young kids getting back into baseball and loving sports, but also realize what's going on in your country. I, I prefer, you know, here in Tampa Bay, your city councilman and the governor versus who's the third base uh, men for the Tampa Bay race. That's one thing I will say. You know, it's great to know who he is, but also know who those guys are, too. That's what makes the country great. Don't get distracted by what's, you know, ancillary in this world. Get focused on what you can control and how you can help out your community. And I just believe in that wholeheartedly. And that's just part of what I do in my business with helping people out with their financial services as well as their insurances, just to make sure they're on the right track for a healthy, happy life and to pass it down to generations and to make sure tax ramifications don't get to you. There's just so many things you have to be aware of out there that, you know, you need, you need expertise in it. And I like to provide that for you. I've been doing it for over 30 years. So anybody listening, I can be of help to you. If you give me an opportunity, no matter what, after we finish talking, you'll have peace of mind to realize you're in a good position or I put you in a better position. Either way, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So, Love to hear from anybody listening out there how I can be of assistance. Give me a call at 813-966-1052. That's 813-966-1052. And uh, let's have a chat. See what you're trying to accomplish in your life. See what you need help with in the maze of insurances and financial services. And I bet I can save you some money and and, and help you out. And get you on the right track you got to have a plan it's not that you don't want to fail it's you fail to plan so mm-hmm. again patrick highland 813-966-1052 kyle warren god bless you and everybody listening have a great week and i'll talk to you wednesday morning sir thanks god bless patrick take care we'll talk soon all right patrick highland everybody host of the sports zone and the insurance quarterback folks it's been great we're going to talk to you tomorrow morning bright and early kyle warren with you Take care out there.